You have just entered the Katie Ma podcast. Hey guys, what's going on? And welcome to episode 227 of the KB Mod Podcast. It is March 13th, 2016. And uh, yeah, another one. Another one. Oh, uh, I'm leaving. <laughs> and oh. Sham's here, if you can't see. I was trying to trigger him and success. Uh, we got Sham on the cast this week. Uh, always a treat, Sham, to have you here and be staring yeah. at your Sham positive emote. You could could have waited at least like five minutes before a meme, but you decided to start off with Sham, you know what? I just, listen, I sweat. I exude memes. Like, they're they're part of me. (laughs) I can't. Like, when I sweat, rare Pepe's come out of my pores. It's just what I am. Uh, But um, (laughs) Brad's here as well. There's a groan. So we've gotten a groan from Sham, a groan from Brad. I'm not sure what will trigger Brandon, but uh, I'll find something. But, uh, yeah, so... Um, thanks. Katie Zen is, uh, has been formally kicked off of the podcast. We'll actually get to that later, Brad, um, <laughs> in the, uh, we had an email, uh, we have a pretty interesting email question, but by popular There's demand, no he has been, we, had him on again after, we just, after the, uh, the email, yes, received. the email received and the, uh, exactly. We just felt like just for the integrity of this cast, we had to uh, do something. So anyway, he had a good, he had a good run and uh, I'm sure he'll lay on his feet. Um, or on a videotape or whatever at family video. So it should be, uh, it should be, it should be fine. Um, and if you think any of what I just said is serious and he's actually gone, then anyway, you should probably, I mean, he might be gone. He could be, he could be, he's just not on this, he's not on this week, but we'll see. Hopefully he'll, he'll return. Um, so yeah, what's going on, uh, this week, guys, anything, uh, any exciting Brandon, shout out to Brandon who drove, uh, seven hours back from, uh, Jimmy Wiss's wedding, which a lot of you, again, yeah. probably some of you will know Jimmy Wiss and Hunt. You should know him. Yeah, he's uh, been around. He's been around the community for a while. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, dabbled in game. Uh, dabbled in shoutcasting. Was a Counter Strike shoutcaster for a know while. Him from uh, not fixing H one Z one fame. That's right. Exactly. I was just about to make an H one Z one joke, and now uh, now at Twitch, working at Twitch. So. How was the how was the wedding, Brandon? We talked about it a little bit before the cast, but yeah, yeah, it was good. It was good. Uh, he got married down in San Diego, and so yeah. we um, we decided to drive down because it's like a seven or eight hour drive, and um, and I just thought you know it's a it's a good excuse for a little road trip. So we drove down on Thursday, and we took uh, we took Highway One, which if you're not familiar with California, Highway One is like the coastal highway. And, uh, yes, and so, I've done that a couple times. It's great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, had, I had never done it before, but uh, <laughs> it, it's very, very cool. Um, like the whole way was very, very scenic. Like just a really nice day drive. And uh, so we did that on Thursday. Uh, cruised down the coast and uh, got got into San Diego pretty late. Um, but yeah, Jimmy's wedding was really good, and uh, we partied with him a little bit uh, last night. And then I had a had a long drive today in time to be here for the cast so i uh you're all welcome yeah i know <laughs> basically got home and 30 minutes you know had had 30 minutes to unpack his dirty underwear and then jumped on and turned on the uh yeah, unpack yeah run the laundry and uh yeah so anyway shout out to brandon for i mean we really can't have you know when you come back from a seven hour drive and you still fire up the podcast the excuses get uh yeah, and i drove the a little harder to too. come by we're I drove here. the whole way because Hillary decided to sleep the whole time. Ah, so there you go. So I was, wow, uh, I was the that. good husband. No sleep man. and then the podcast. Yeah, I know. We lost an what hour last night. I was out yeah, late that's true. drinking. There's so I many mean, factors that I would have allowed for you to just be like, yeah, I'm just too tired. But you know what? Brandon's still <laughs> no, here. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pat myself on the back for this one. The, the odds were against me being here. 
but you should uh, give yourself a bit of wank as well. We're gonna we make like... a movie out of this. <laughs> what? Just his journey from San Diego <laughs> back to San Francisco in order to, to make podcast. the KV Mod podcast. <laughs> I'd, hey, you know what? I'd watch it. Um, all right. Well, that's that's good. And you said it was a smaller wedding. It was like four yeah, yeah, people. It was, it was a pretty small wedding, but uh, it was at a nice uh, nice little place in San Diego. It was at a, like a winery that uh, had like some little artisan shops and stuff. Um, but the actual wedding was in like a, I guess like a wine storage barn. It looked like kind some of thing. dude's barn in his backyard yeah. for one of yeah. the pictures that I saw. Yeah, it was. It yeah. was like it was kind of cool um, because the wedding was just in the front area, and then behind you there were there were kind of like big, uh, big storage tank looking things. And I don't know if they actually had wine in them or if they were just like no, maybe no. Yeah, they're probably just used. there for show. Maybe, maybe. I, I honestly <laughs> it's don't all know. a farce. I, I, well, <laughs> it's a wine I anywhere. <laughs> I don't know if maybe that's like where they used to store the wine, and now they have something a little more high tech or something. I, I I don't know. But anyway, the ambiance was really with cool. The least popular condiment in our Twitter poll: mustard. Actually, <laughs> those were they were fine aging French as mustard. Those giant. <laughs> Yeah, they, they, they're a winery, but they also just happen to produce gallons and gallons of mustard <laughs> on the side. It's a byproduct of me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Well, you got to let the mustard ferment. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that's good. Well, we're glad uh, we're glad you made it back. And again, yes, feel free. Continue to pat yourself uh, on the back. Um, Brad, anything exciting happen to you uh, this week? Uh, just on that class grind, you know, um, I got my senior capstone report turned in, so I never have to worry about that again. And then, uh, little light gaming in there and that was about it. So, okay. That's all that was exciting. I was going to, when you Sorry. said, uh, that class grind, you know, and I, I was, I said yes, but I, I don't know. I haven't been on the class grind in a long time. When but... you first said that, I was actually thinking like you've been grinding out an MMO. It was like the class grind. Class. Like, oh, you, were, uh, like you, you re-rolled and you're doing a new class. No, I wish I had that time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I didn't have anything super exciting of note happen to me this week. I mean, I survived another week, so that's, I mean, I guess that's, you know, uh, as Pitbull says, uh, any day above the ground is a good day in his uh, hit radio song. Um, the one with uh, Neo. Oh, man. I can't think of it. I'll find the yes, exact his line. His hit radio song, man. Pitbull's yes. really struggling right now. I would love <laughs> to get advice from pitbull about how to keep your Listen, head up when time he does down. you know pitbull you know people pitbull gets a lot of shit but he you know he's got in between his uh in between his rapping about trying to get some pussy he throws yeah, in his some, party songs his party songs yeah he throws in some pretty good some real insight huh yeah 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 That's i'm telling you any lyrics. it's something something about like any day above ground is a good one or something like that it's like yeah you, you know what it's really somewhere. deep <laughs> i was like you know pitbull you know what for just a little r- throwaway radio hit that really changed my <laughs> changed my life <laughs> That really made yeah, me. Yeah, Pitbull, one of those guys that like he gets featured on someone else's song, and that's when he really, really starts yeah. to write some lyrics. Is when that's he's going to drop on someone else's track. Not for uh, his yeah, I'm trying to. Oh man, I so, imagine you as the as the same type of person who like shares inspirational Facebook pictures. Yes, of, like just words <laughs> overlaid on a yes. sunset or something. Exactly. Yeah, he definitely seems to kind of be. Yeah, I, I said it right. It's uh, anyway. I just I just googled the quote. Any day above ground is a good day. So anyway, <laughs> that's the whole quote. <laughs> and there, there's literally there's literally images of that quote on his <laughs> on his face. Of course this there is, are. Here it is. Yeah. Oh, that's I very, found it. That's very fucking glass completely full all the time. Because no, is. every day above ground is that's not actually a good yeah. Day. If you really examine that, Sorry. it's definitely not true for a lot of people. <laughs> 
my god, the image I just found. Again, just a, a, another reason you should watch this live because I'm putting this into the chat. And this is exactly the line uh, from the song. So I will, I'll put that into the chat. But uh, other than that, listening to a little bit of Pitbull on the radio, uh, nothing crazy happened to me. Anything crazy to, to you, Sham? How was, no, I didn't do shit this past week. No. Like other other than just being home and and editing and doing a couple of streams, yeah. but I didn't have I didn't have the greatest week for uh, my like mental game. You know, I just yeah. had I I don't want to call it depression because I'm not like uh, diagnosed with depression, but just having bad days where I don't feel motivated oh, I, to do anything. I know, but, uh, feel, man. Yeah, I've yeah. been editing the past couple of days pretty much all day, uh, feeling good about it. So trying to stay a little productive. That's about it. I haven't played too many games. Just some Counter Strike with you. Uh, yeah. Still a little super hot here and there. Some Stardew Valley. Just picked up a couple of things and how is kinda... uh, super hot? By the way. Oh, super hot's incredible. I'll talk. I'll so talk good. about it whenever we okay. like get to the actual. You know what? Go games. ahead. You know what? You're talking uh, about games. Fine. Well, yeah, sure. We're good. Go for so, it. So, so for it. me, like super hot is just absolute satisfaction. It's perfect. Just it, once you figure out all of the little tricks that you can do in order to. Uh, get further into levels and avoid getting hit. Uh, like when you're playing the endless challenges, like uh, tossing your weapon out, then hot switching to another enemy, and then catching that weapon that you threw. Because when you hot switch, which is where you change your character to another character in order to avoid death, you lose mm-hmm. the weapon that's on that guy that you're hot switching to. But if you toss a weapon up in the air towards him, then when you hot switch, you can catch it out and just blast some dude's head off. As soon as you grab it in your hands, it's just really, strap. oh, it's, yeah. it's so good. It's like an, it's just a fucking beautiful, like John Woo film type of thing. Uh, and I've been messing around getting all the, uh, the speed run times for the speed run challenge mode that they have. And I've been routing and trying to get together a full run for doing speed runs. Cause it's a pretty short game. And I, I really like playing it. The speed runs a little bit over 20 minutes long. So I've been trying to route a little bit of that. And get to where I can speed run it myself, but I haven't done it yet. Uh, I've just been going to a level here and there and just trying to figure out where all the spawns are and what's the most optimal way to fight people. And there's some variances here and there. It's kind of weird. The game has some, I I don't want to call them bugs, but there's just some instances where guns that you pick up have less shots in them than they did on previous runs with no different variables other than the fact that the amount of shots that you have changed and I don't know why it does that and it's kind of frustrating uh, at times but it's pretty negligible for mo- for most things but watching some people like get the the fastest or in game time cuz you can do speedrun mm. challenges where it only counts game time so like whenever the time is slowed down the t- you know the ticker is slowed down so people like really really min max the fuck out of this thing oh, and cool. just watch watching mm. people's uh, runs because you have the the whole social media aspect of the killstagram thing where you can upload your replays so it's a lot easier for people to share speed run times and stuff like that and just watching how people figured out how to use things like the goomba stomp which a lot of people don't even don't even know exists is that you can jump on enemies and kill Mm -hmm. them if you step on them right and using that to your advantage and uh things like the assault rifle spray where it's got four shots and like lining them up to where you kill three or four enemies with one spray in order to max out the time. It's just super satisfying to get that down. I, so I've been, I've been having a great time with that game. Uh, let's see. I played a little bit of the culling, not very good at it. Really, really bad at that game. There's a lot more 
for me to learn with the combat. And I haven't even gotten to the point where I've gotten a gun in that game. It, it's been that rare for me that I haven't even been shot by a gun. But every time I look at Twitch, I, I, I always see people that are carrying around rifles and shooting at people and, <laughs> yeah. and chainsaws. I, and I haven't seen a single one of those. And I've got so, like almost 10 hours played in the game. Jim, speaking weird. of that game, I was watching uh, this afternoon, I was watching Shroud play the calling mm-hmm. dude. And it, it, he is insane at it. I mean, just because of his raw aim. But yeah. um, so like with the bow and stuff, but he's doing stuff like uh, you can throw you can throw items at people and it does damage to them. Yep. As well. So like he's like finishing people off long range. Yeah. Like th- literally you do a lot. One yeah, HP, it does full damage. Yeah. He's like hurling like up. a lot, you know, like a, something at somebody or where, <laughs> killing them. And anyway, he had, he had a really good run. It was really like watching that actually played by somebody. And he's, he's he looks like he's, he's pretty good, pretty good at it overall, too, as far as like like strategy and crafting and like picking stuff up. But um, mm-hmm. it made me go like I mean, he made it look. I'm not a huge fan of those style of games, but it made me and it looks I don't know. It looks simple enough where it's like I I have to say, like the the, the one thing that it's got going for it is that it's such a narrow focus on uh, a, a smaller map and less players and really intensely focused PVP. And and yeah, there's no yeah. fluff outside of that. So exactly. they've, got, they've yeah. got the right mindset as to what yeah. they're going for. It is yeah. very early. You know, there's a lot of placeholder shit. There's parts of the map that don't even have like the, the right textures on them they're just checker patterns uh, like in right. tunnels and whatnot but and the performance is you know leaving something to be fucking desired it drops sub mm-hmm. 60 all the time but mm-hmm. uh, other than that it's got a lot going for it and the fights feel really intense especially when you yeah. start to get your timing down for blocking and pushing people who are blocking you and you understand the synergy between certain items and uh being able to uh, learn where everything is on the map to go for random drops and the pinata drop, like the the different variances and and like bringing drops over to the middle of the map that people have to fight yeah. over. It's just a nice factor to it, and I've I've very much enjoyed all of the combat that I've gotten involved in. As bad as I am at it, and I've got a lot to learn when it comes to timing and uh, using throwing and backstabs. And I haven't even used a trap like one time. Mm. And traps are very powerful for snaring people so you can get free hits haven't done it myself i'm just i never think that i'm going to be in the right position to set up a good trap in order to catch somebody so i don't even waste bag space on it i'm like just give me the toughest melee weapon and like armor and i'll just swing at someone that's all i can manage right now but it's it's very fun i mean if you i I would wait if you're not someone who can deal with yeah, I'm basically uh, I'm gonna get it. I'm trying to decide when to try it, but I, yeah. from watching it, I definitely like. I'm like, okay, it's this got a large population. A it's a, you know, you're not gonna be uh, waiting for yeah. games. It's got a lot of people playing it. So if you're if you're yeah. in, if you don't mind that it's early access and the performance is pretty low, I wouldn't go into it without a, a half decent enough PC because I even run it on medium settings and I drop below 60 frames. So okay, eh, it, it's it's a little wonky, but they are working on it. I yeah, and then they had. Did they have the where you could team up or whatever mode? Right yeah, off the it's, bat, a, or that it's a, the team mode. The team mode is the same amount of players, sixteen, and it's teams mm-hmm. of two. So yeah. uh, that that's the that's, max that it goes to, which is perfectly fine. Like it doesn't need to go over that. I was playing with Adam, and it was incredible fun to work together to try to take down targets and like split them up from each other and backstab a guy while you've got their focus on someone else. Mm-hmm. It's really good. I feel like. Um, just from watching the calling, I think what makes it really different or like a different kind of like, I don't know, like you have a 
what am I trying to say? I'm trying to say that like because of the pace and the calling, like it's so much quicker than like H1Z1 or DayZ or something like that, yeah. uh, or whatever BR mod you play Arma Three. Um, I feel like that's what makes the game where like it's so much more. You have to be quick, even your movement and everything. Movement, and that's and that's I, right. Exactly what you're saying is the reason that it actually appealed to me because I was so I I watched a couple of people play it, but obviously watching Shroud play it is really not fair because honestly he was like some of the shit he was doing. Like people in chat were just like he's a highlight machine. Like he was doing yeah. insane. He's making it look so easy, Sham, and I know like it's not easy. Like he was hitting right. every bow shot at range. Like and then his and he has crazy good movement in, in Counter Strike, and to see that actually translate over into the calling. And like you said, the fast pace and like if you have really good aim, you're going to be rewarded for it. And like you said, like the pace of those other survival games in general, like feels a lot slower. Uh, it, it feels more, I guess, rewarding for like having that kind of uh, not that it, you don't get rewarded in other games for that. But it seems like in this game, you definitely do. Yeah. So at the, the basis that they have right now, they've done a good job of uh, fostering like people finding people to hurt and right. and, and, and right. putting things around the map like the random drops the poison traps that you set off and you are rewarded for setting them off. You get currency for it that goes towards you getting uh, like opening boxes and getting your airdrops and whatnot. You're encouraged to turn on poison gas and try to get people to move around the map. And the map's not very large in and of itself, uh, you know, relative to other games in that genre. So it's very easy to run into people constantly. Sometimes you'll get lucky uh, well, I say lucky, but it's not really lucky. You get some time to build up your crafting and get a backpack, maybe make some bandages, but it's really boring if you're not fighting someone. You're just you know, hitting some trees and rocks to get your crafting materials, and it's kind of yeah. blah if you don't actively go to buildings to get stuff inside of lockers and use the recycling machine so you can get your currency from stuff that you don't necessarily need. Um, the game is just built to encourage you to get into those fights, which is really nice. It's yeah. a very busy game for how empty it can sometimes be if you avoid it. And uh, I don't know. I just like that you, it, most games, it, it doesn't take me more than five to ten minutes to start like really getting into some combat and possibly yeah. dying. If it, it, and, and once you get to the end, it's really intense to be... Uh, at, w- once the poison gas comes in, uh, <laughs> after the um, a certain amount of time goes on, you know there's uh, two uh, phases of closure of the map. And once the second one comes in, the gas comes all the way into the middle, and it mm. completely consumes the arena. So eventually, you're going to die from the gas if you don't kill mm. each other. Yeah. And <laughs> I had one game with Adam where the gas came all the way in, and he was like stuck up uh, on. Uh, on top of the arena while I was on the floor and I couldn't help him because to go to get up there I would have had to gone into the gas to go up a ramp and then get up to the mm. top of the arena and I couldn't survive it so I just watched him die <laughs> watch him suffocate because I had I had no raged weapons it was really sad but I like that I like that moment a lot okay uh, well you also um, you played a little bit I don't, was I don't know if that was this week or, or last week but you you um, your friend Jason um, oh yeah yeah Jason Welch's game. <laughs> I, well, Jason, it was, and you did a video on it, which again, I, it, I will just he had it on itch.io need to watch it, yeah. but I didn't buy it there. Yeah. I figured I would wait for it to come on Steam because I he he really does sweeping updates to his games for some reason. Yeah. And, and once you play it, when it first comes out, it's like a couple of weeks to a month later, he'll go in and he'll change major parts of the game. Like when I played the Sacred Stone, not even like a day after. I played the Sacred Stone and uploaded that video. He had a, had uh, put in an inventory system with potions and and 
food and all kinds of shit and like weapon pickups and like change the bosses and, and and I was like what you just completely changed the game from what I played I almost need to go back and do it again but yeah. I, I usually stop myself from doing that because I know it's just and for people it's not just not for fun. people who aren't aware of who Jason Welsh is he has made uh, I don't even know if you can <laughs> what games to point to time Ramus uh, uh, time Ramaside Sacred Stone X seventeen uh, just I notoriously. Think- some just of the worst it, shit you will ever yeah and an asset experience. peddler if, if yes. you will yes. yeah just yes. but he uses unreal while most people use unity <laughs> that's right. he uses that's the right. unreal engine 4 and uses a lot of default assets from there and then there is uh adobe has a site called mixamo where they have animation stuff that's right and, and he models just and, right. and he gets a lot from there too for the animations uh on that website so basically so yeah and himself sham has the market cornered on playing his like because sham really you you pretty much play I everything. Beat, I try to beat them. Yeah, I, yeah, exactly. I, I sit there and go. Th- Luckily, with X seventeen, so, he yeah. he put in a continue feature where you could go in and start any level that you wanted. And I don't know <laughs> if he meant to do that. I maybe he did, uh, but that's the first time he's done it in a game. So I just used that whenever I got stuck because there were so many bugs that stopped me from progressing in the game. Like uh, there was one part in that subway where the enemies spawned yeah. in, but they were all facing a wall. And stuck in a running animation, but not shooting at me. And they couldn't die either. They were just there. And I couldn't beat the level. So I just skipped ahead. I was like, I'm not fucking wasting my time, Jason. I'm getting through. I just want to see your story. (laughs) And then, uh, let's see. There was another one. Oh, yeah. An elevator that was up. And then I died. And then when I respawned, I went back to the elevator. And it hadn't reset. So I couldn't go back up to where I was. And I had died previously. So I just went ahead. But he hadn't finished (laughs) the game uh, when I got to the end of it. I went to the last level and there was no sign of an end or any progression. So I just figured that he hadn't gone past that level yet. Sadly, I hoped that there was an end because he put fucking cutscenes all over this game. Yeah, yeah that, was the, like, that was the real. He's actually putting voice acting that he did himself along with other people. He played like three characters in that game after I went back and looked at the footage and wow. listened to the voices. He played the female alien leader. He played... <laughs> It's, yes. Jason. At first, I couldn't. I didn't yes, realize until I noticed that that was definitely his accent. Like on the woman, <laughs> just pitch shifted a little bit with <laughs> some weird effects on it. I was I was blown away that he played the female <laughs> naked alien leader. <laughs> it's just so good. But he's uh, embracing it now. He's like he posted my video on his Facebook. Yeah, I, I yeah. I think he's trying to not he's give be- a fuck. But he's trying to become the meme, man. And yeah, you know it's, what? it's like, not helping though. No, he's yeah. still like that game is fifteen dollars. I think <sighs> on Steam, it's like, come on, man, <laughs> you can't do this anymore. And then he put unlicensed music into it four yeah. times. Yeah, Michael Jackson's Thriller, The Twist, <laughs> and then The Chicken Dance two times. <laughs> two times. Yeah, The Chicken Dance. That's right. Oh, man. So, I yeah, mean, that video, again, I'm just going to... I, I don't I'm, know I'm, if it's been reported yet to where he would have changed it. Maybe not. Um, yeah. But, it, like, it, it shouldn't be on Steam because there's no way he licensed fucking Thriller. There's absolutely no way. Yeah. And but it's still there. Gonna, it's still purchasable. So, I guess people haven't reported it or something. I, I wasn't going to do it myself because I'm just like, just let Sleeping Dogs lie, man. I've already heard him enough. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to yeah, go on Exactly. Yeah. We don't need to go. Game. Uh, but again, go. It's uh, the title of the video on Sham. Just go to his channel. But it's X Seventeen. The video game returns, and that thumbnail with the with the eyes that you did with that was uh, fantastic. Oh yeah, just puppet warping but, him. Yeah, yeah, just puppet warp him a bit. But um, yeah, 
fucking check it out. It's it's hilarious. It's thirty minutes, but you just the whole time you're just going. This is this is incredible, especially if you haven't seen one of his games before. This is a great one, probably to start with. Uh, yeah, though, it, would, would you say, Sham, you talked about the beginning of the video, but it's his game. magnum. Magnum oh, Marcus. yeah, it's I mean, this it is, is his definitely. best game so far. It's yes. the most yeah. well put together game that he's done, but that's not saying anything. <laughs> <laughs> he's improving mm-hmm. in some respects. Yeah, exactly. Not Alrighty. $15 worth, though. All right. <laughs> <laughs> anything else, Sham? Or, uh, oh, no, that's it for me. That's the main. OK. What about you, Brad? What did you play this week? Um, I stopped playing Rust finally. And then um... <laughs> was there something that made <laughs> you, said you stop? like an was addict like. Because it sounds, yeah, it sounds like it was a bad thing for you, and you finally broke it and got away from us. Uh, we just had our, I don't know what you would want to call it, like our base just like ruined by a hacker. So, um, uh, so yeah, it basically not, killed all the motivation, all the work you did. Just kind that, of- and then I got finals next week, so it was uh, not a healthy relationship. And then, um, <laughs> and then uh, yeah. I played a little Rocket League on the TV. I got a. Somebody gave me a bunch of computer parts in exchange for beer. So that sounds um, like a good deal. That's it. Yeah. It was an system at work. It was an AMD processor, AMD graphics card, motherboard, and RAM for a case of beer. How old (laughs) is this PC? Yeah. How old is the hardware? It's a six core, like AMD FX processor. So it's not not bad. Yeah. He built built it last year. Um, Wow. For a case of beer. That's, what, that's how, like how hard up is this deal. alcoholic for some beverages? I think he was a he was a thirsty sophomore. I think I'll just. <laughs> I think he's definitely going to regret that. That the night the party ended and the case of beer was gone, he's like, I just gave away yeah. a computer that could actually run a decent amount of games. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's Brad. That's I think like, you might have got addict style. Yeah, that's that's. I mean, I I kind of felt bad, but then uh, at the same time, <laughs> how I much didn't... money worth of beer did you give him? Yeah, like what was the, like, the six pack? <laughs> That's a, what? Wait, what? What? I thought it was a case. <laughs> I thought it would be like two cases. Yeah, no, you took this guy for a ride. Wow. No, you. He, that's all he asked for. He was gonna give it to me, but then he was like, "Wait, can you get me like a six pack of beer?" I was like, sure. "Oh my god!" Yeah. He, wow. What a that's insane. So so with his life, he's yeah. So is he, so are you gonna use it for like a stream PC or something? Is that what you're saying? Or, um, or what you're gonna use right it now, it's just set up in my living room. I have. Uh, Windows 10 on it, a controller and a wireless keyboard. It's just set up for playing games on TV, I guess. Uh, six pack. Pour a Paps Blue Ribbon over it. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Pour one out for your homie because he got, he got wrecked, dude. <laughs> He's sleeping with the fishes, man. That's uh, Well, I mean, I guess you're saying if he was going to give it to you free, for free anyway, I guess. I didn't, we didn't have that. Yeah, he was like, I don't need this stuff. He was posted on Facebook in like one of my university groups. Like, I don't need this stuff. You know, whoever wants it can have it. So I just like... Hey man, I'll take it. I don't care. And um, take advantage of that guy. <laughs> he was putting it out there. I mean, there, I can like, understand that. Like, yeah. yeah, just wanting to get rid of stuff rather than trying to set up to have someone buy it. It's just, ugh, it's so much easier to give something away for free and just get the fucking hassle off of you, and instead of like bartering with someone over how much a fucking like to, processor costs. Craigslist anymore? Yeah. yeah. No, like, thank sure. you. Every time yeah. I post something on there, it's like some dude either wants to trade me his gun or <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know, or like undersell me like quite a bit. So it's, yeah. it's almost yeah. not worth it anymore. So 
Yeah, or then like, hey, I can, hey, I can come Sunday at this, and then they never show up, or then they cancel last minute over and over again. Yeah, Craigslist is such a hassle. The reason really for that, is. Brad, though, is because you on all of your listings, you're putting interesting trades considered. That's why. <laughs> that's no, that's the other thing. I always say cash only, meet in a public place, and I still get emails like, "Hey, man, I got this sweet gun." <laughs> it's like, no, I never asked for this. Like, gun, like of all the things. God, that's pretty know. good. Jeez. Okay, so so you stopped playing Rust. Did you play anything else? Uh, yeah, so I tried Rocket League on there. I haven't tried the new update, but I've heard they've got some big things coming too. Um, yeah, I don't think we put it in the news, but they have, they have basketball mode coming. Mm-hmm. That looks pretty sweet. So yeah. fucking cool looking. Um, but that was it. I just played a little Rocket League, test that out, and then um, that was about it. Uh, what about you, uh, Brandon? Did you get to play anything this week? Um, yeah. So I don't think I didn't talk about Super Hot last week, did I? Mm, yeah. No, a little. I, you, maybe I, a little. Yeah. Okay. You haven't played it yet, I think. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So I couldn't remember which day I, I played it, but I basically played through all of it in one sitting because it's not that long, or like the the actual you know story, story narrative mode. part is right. not that long. Um, but I, I I agree with Sham. Like I just I think that game is so good for what it is. Like that mm-hmm. game started out as just a little like browser game, like a yeah. you know basically a proof of concept. And mm-hmm. uh, it was a game jam thing, right? Like a seven day game yeah. jam idea or something. Yeah, it was just like yeah. I I mean the fact that it started out as just like you know kind of a just a, just literally like a level, like a flash game level. And it turned into what I think is like a really cool narrative. Um, I like I don't know. I don't want to talk too much about it because I feel like it's it would be easy to spoil kind of what the game is. But it's very self aware, and mm-hmm. like the the story, the story ended up being more engaging than I expected for a game that is like you know what what kind of you look at the game and it's like what well, how does this game have a story? It's just like you shooting yeah. red guys. It's more well, the thing that the, I liked about it was that it was so short. It, it, the story was mm-hmm. basically there in order to carry the introduction of new mechanics as you went along. Yeah. It didn't overstay its welcome. Like this, this you know, it, was, it took me an hour and a half to beat the story mode. It was not long at all for me. Some people, it's it's around an hour and a half to two hours, depending on how quickly you go through. Yeah, but, I think I probably I, I was like maybe two and a half or three hours, and I and I was like really taking my time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, it it really just it serves what it needs to do very well, and it's like the perfect example of doing a Kickstarter, having your your goals in mind from the outset, and fucking executing the shit out of it. Like they <laughs> completely destroyed it. I, just so well done, and I I can't just be happy enough for them that they just took that idea and got so much out of it that they did. And, and then we're able to put in like the replay editor. I didn't even think they were going to be able to do that, but then their, their Kickstarter came through and they were able to get to that stretch goal. And it's such a nice feature to have, to be able to look back through your, your, um, your best times that way. It's just little things like that. And, and it's definitely like meant for score attack. I, I, I think yeah. a lot of people get mm. the wrong assumption that it's supposed to be like a story based thing. That's, that's really just like flavor. That's icing on the cake because it's definitely for people who are into score attack type games because yeah, that's where story, most of your time's going to go into. Yeah, the story, it, like the main, the main story is is really just there for you to kind of get your feet wet and like by the end of the game, you very clearly understand all the mechanics. Mm-hmm. But the game is not like I did not think the game was difficult at all. 
the, yeah. I think the difficulty comes with once you finish the game, like speed running and doing the endless challenges and stuff. Like I feel, I felt like the story is kind of just setting you up for the endless pieces of the game, which is basically just like you know, like Sham was talking about, kind of min maxing the uh, the challenges or the speed running the levels. Like there's so much you can do once you finish the game itself that its replayability is is like nearly infinite. Um, like I've got I've got 16 hours in the game when the story is a, took me an hour and a half so I've mm, I've put in yeah. so much more time into it after the story and, and like it's yeah the story is just essentially holding your hand in order to inter- introduce you into the mechanics and then get you into the challenges where where the real meat is and there's so many to do like the endless stuff they've got plenty of levels for endless uh, you have the basic for just killing as many as you can killing as many in 60 seconds killing like 20 enemies and trying to do it as fast as possible. Just different variations on the endless challenge and then bare hand mode, katana mode, all kinds of stuff that is there for you to test out. And it's really interesting for anyone who's into that kind of thing. It's just super fun. I would yeah. absolutely recommend it, even at the $25 price point. Like I, I find it a little high in a sense. Like I, I would say 15 to 20 would be a better price point for it, but 25 bucks isn't too much to ask. For me, like considering how many hours I've gotten out of it, if you're into a score attack sort of game like that, I would absolutely do it. Yeah, I think I, I, I mean, I kickstarted it. I think at 15 bucks, and it's it's like very easily worth 15 bucks. It's like maybe I, I think 25 for the quality of the game. I think is is reasonable. Um, but like I, I just played through the story mode, and I already think I've gotten my money's worth. And like yeah. I, I, I haven't even gotten to the challenges yet. But just the, I enjoyed the game, you know, for the for those two three hours, and that's you know I, I haven't even really gotten to the meat like you were saying. So I, I'm just I'm impressed with what that game is and like how how comprehensively they delivered on their Kickstarter. Like I mm-hmm. think that's one of the best examples of like Kickstarter working well because um, I'm pretty sure I have like 40 updates in my inbox. Not only not only were they like really really yeah. communicative with with their backers, but then the game comes out like it's not, you know, it's not brutally broken in any specific way. Like, you know, there there are a few bugs here and there, but like nothing that really alters your enjoyment of the game. Mm-hmm. Um, and they gave they gave all the backers uh, a DRM free version too. Like I have a DRM free key. Mm. For the oh, game that's as well. nice. That's cool. So, like, I just, I'm, I'm just so thoroughly impressed with that team and like the game they put out and just the way they went about it. I'm, I'm just super happy that that game ended up being what everyone I think hoped it would be. You know, a couple years ago when they saw the the little flash game. Yeah, they didn't get in over their heads and they just they they did exactly what they wanted to do and and like it, the 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 two year period that they went through the Kickstarter and then developed that game like them executing on it is what makes me think that it's worth that money just because they they did such a good job with what they set out to do in the first place and they didn't disappoint anyone it's like yes i will give you my money just based on fucking principle at this point it was like right. the same the same thing for me with stardew valley i i didn't even know about the game because I, I i've n- I never played harvest moon i was too young for that i never played any games like harvest moon up uh, up until hearing about stardew valley as it came out I wasn't following its development. I'm like, that one guy made this over four years. I'm going to throw him 15 bucks just for the fucking effort. I don't even care if I like the game or not. I just want to give the guy money for doing <laughs> such a good job with what he wanted to do. I just, just pat him on the back and say, here you go. 
Yeah, well, just I mean, nice reward reward the people that should be rewarded and then make videos about the games that uh, shouldn't be as much, yeah. Exactly. You know, like, uh, X13. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, all right. Well, that's good. Did you play anything else besides that super hot, Brandon? Uh, no, just, yeah, super hot. And then, and then I had to cruise okay. on to San Diego, so I haven't really played anything else. Okay, yeah, and I just I pretty much just played Counter-Strike this week. I'm trying to think if there's anything else, but nope, just lots and lots of uh, of CS. Um but I don't know, mentally like turned a corner on that game lately. I don't know, like my play has been so much better. Again, this is just in the context of what I play. I'm not like playing uh, on a team or anything like that. But I took like a break. I was like in a real slump with that game. And I just I was off for like a week. Uh, that was actually when I was away for Extra or uh, Extra Life United. Anyway, when I came back and I just am in a different. I don't know. Sham played with me a bit. I don't know. Maybe Sham can attest. But I, I won just a lot like, of fucking We games. won a lot, dude. We were like we've been feeling it. So anyway, it feels good. But uh, we'll see. I'm sure that well now that I've talked about it, that'll go away, and next week I'll I'll play terrible. So I probably shouldn't jinx it. But anyway, um, having fun with that with that still, and uh, you know. But and you know, the real key is I'm not opening cases really much anymore. So and I'm just really when's the last yeah. time you opened a case? Well, I say my, see our version is sham. I'll get an occasional case drop. I might open like one or two cases like a week. That's mm. like for me. That's no, that's pretty not limited. bad. I mean, yeah, I've yeah, opened yeah. a wildfire case and in like a chroma case since uh, you yeah. know the past couple of weeks. I'll open one once in a while just because I feel like it, and I'm like, I've got the extra money in my wallet. I'm, I'm not going to use it. On yeah, anything else. yeah, but not like opening like twenty cases at a time. Yeah, no, no, I, that day yeah, is, I can't. I, I don't care. I don't care enough anymore. And uh, yeah, it's just I and I was always like, man, I'm never going to be the person just going to buy skins. But I, I, if I want one, I will just buy it at this point. <laughs> There's really no. But uh, again, until you've – I know, Sham, you haven't opened a knife or anything yet. But when no. you do, the feeling, the feeling, it's, you know, it's just like gambling. It's just like uh, hitting the jackpot. So I think, uh-huh. the, I think the most expensive thing I've ever opened was a Stat Track Galil skin. And it sold mm. for like seven or eight bucks. I, uh, okay. That, like that's nothing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All of the money that I have spent on cases is not worth it for only getting to that point. I've opened yeah. jack shit in cases. Yeah. Um, but even though Sham and I are opening as many cases, a lot of people are. And so, uh, you know, Counter-Strike's doing just fine. I think, uh, that $1 million major. No, and, yeah. Uh, you stopping the, the case <laughs> openings has really put a dent in Valve's yeah. fucking wallet. Exactly. Yeah. They're, they're, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm hoping they don't, I'm hoping they don't uh, write me an official letter. I, you know, I, I love to support indie companies like Valve by uh, opening cases. So, you know, uh, hopefully this, they'll still like me. I still, I still try to support them, but, um, all right. So that's what we've been playing. What we've been doing this week, let's uh, let's jump into uh, some tidbits uh, news wise. And uh, there's a couple things we want to talk about. This first thing we're going to talk about is about uh, is AMD's X Connect technology. Um, and uh, Brad, you want to you were talking about this with me a little bit before the cast. So do you want to get into I this think, a bit? Yeah, I think I don't remember if it was last cast or the cast <clears> before, but we talked about Razer's new laptop and the like external dock where you could plug something in. Well, right. um, to use like a dedicated gpu that you would normally have in a full desktop but in your laptop so what they've done the amd's revealed that the this is being called x connect and so you'll be able to you know buy a chassis put in your own graphics card and then hook up like an ultrabook to it um and i feel like this is going to be this is going to be a big changer um now i know there are some people that just will no matter what love a desktop solution to everything and maybe you know the the whole shebang but i think i think for a lot of people like LAN enthusiasts and stuff like that or just 
people that want one solution instead of a bunch of different devices, like this is going to be the next go-to for like PC gaming. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I thought it was worth mentioning. I don't know what you guys thought about it. Like, do you think if it becomes, I don't know, how many of you guys even have like a laptop? Like, <laughs> I, of- yeah, I don't. I've never owned yeah. a laptop myself. I recently okay. just bought. I, I recently just bought one, but not really for gaming. Like, if if so, with this solution, uh, if I got you know like an external bay and, and whatever, and, and did this, I definitely could game at least with the processor on, on the current laptop that I have. But yeah, for me, like I don't really, um, I like traveling. I'm not really worried about about the gaming side. I mean, I don't travel as much as I used to. And if I'm going to mm-hmm. game, I'm just going to game on. You know, I have I've got a stream PC and I've got a desktop PC, so that's pretty powerful. So. I don't know. Like I, I would personally for me, I'm like I, I avoid gaming on my laptop at all costs and any kind of gaming that I'm going to I would tend to do unless it was like more casual. Like I don't think I would ever unless I was forced to. I mean, and I guess if you have a laptop that has a decent processor and you're and you're like and but, you know, obviously and it has a, it doesn't have as powerful of a video card. This would make sense for a solution uh, as far as saving money. But even then, I don't know. Hardware so cheap to build a desktop. That's, like how that's like, the thing. That's, like, yeah, like feels, is it even worth it? This so, feels so like I'm sure this stuff is going to be weird like kind of expensive i don't think they've announced any prices for like the chassis no no but i I would be surprised if this chassis that holds the card is like you know 200 bucks or something like that that doesn't seem unreasonable but i also just don't as cool as i think the idea is like when we've talked about it before i think it's a neat idea but i i just don't know who is actually going to buy this like i think this is this feels so niche this feels like a this feels like a solution in search of a problem. I mean, when you look at the uh, when you look at the promo images, like in in the, in the article on in, on an Antec, the the chassis themselves look <laughs> flashy as fuck for just holding a card. No, they look flashy and they look like the size of like a, a mini ATX. They do. Uh, that's what, yeah, that's exactly. what I mean. Is like is, mm-hmm. is, is it's you, huge. It looks like it's not. I mean, because video cards, you know, are not small. Like a video card right. is one of the largest things that would yeah, fit in into PC. like in a your, small. Yeah. Uh, micro ATX case. It's true. The chassis is like, how are you going to carry that thing around? You're going to have to <laughs> yeah. have a suitcase just to put the, <laughs> the chassis and the card in. So, like, how? I mean, how is this a better solution than like if you were, say, a, a LAN enthusiast? Like, get a little micro ATX case that has a that has a handle, and just like yeah. you can bring that as a carry on on an airplane. It's it's not that. It's the all the rest of the peripherals, like for me, I guess. So, but like, I guess, just, yeah, like, that, that makes sense to um, me. It's it like just the seems keyboard like and the monitor if together. If you're a LAN enthusiast, are you really gonna like take a a laptop, like a thin laptop, and then a, right. a big desktop graphics card? Like, no. If you do LANs all the time, you want an actual like You'll good box. Yeah, that's the no, thing. That's, like yeah, even even a thin See, laptop, this only solves the graphics card part. Like with a game like Battlefield, for instance, the CPU is a big piece of your performance in that game. You think that the little thin laptop chips are going to run well in like in, in a game like Battlefield? That the answer the answer is no. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. I think I think there's potential in the way that laptops are catching up. I think I think um, like they're not there, but they I think they will be there. And I I think um, for me, where you know, Oregon State has so many lands here. Like, there's one at least every month. Yeah, um, but you have a brand new computer this dude just gave you. Well, <laughs> but, that's but, true. For but, a case of I beer. still have to pack it around, but that's the problem. So, like, yeah, you have to do um, keyboard, monitor, 
Well, let's make this personal then. Okay, so you're saying for yourself, right? You're like right. just as far as convenience for not having to to pack all your shit together. You have a decent. Do you have a laptop uh, CPU wise that's powerful enough with an external graphics card to run whatever you want? Right no, now? that's the thing. So, like okay. right now, I do everything literally remotely because, like, um, mm. okay. um, so I have just like a shitty Chromebook, and then for like my classes and stuff, and then I remote into my desktop at home, where it'd be nice if, you know, for for all the programs and things like that. And that's that's a trend here at Oregon State where people will invest their money into a desktop and then like mm-hmm. go as cheap as possible for a laptop just to take notes or something. Where I'm thinking, like, as a student. It'd be nice if I could just dock my laptop, have one solution, all my homework and everything else there. Although I do most of it in the cloud nowadays, but like, um, and just have the full horsepower of, you know, a graphics card there and then like be able to just undock it, take it with me and go to class. And then same goes for a LAN party where I already have a backpack where I could stuff my laptop in. I just now need just the graphics card enclosure and uh, a mouse. So, I mean, okay. yeah, where you've got to pack this monitor and it, it gets really crazy too when you're trying to like carpool to some LAN parties. So like if you go to PDX LAN or something and there's like four of you, you got to like shove monitors in between people's legs and stuff like that. Like it gets to be such a pain in the ass and and um, I see this as like a solution to that as well. So Okay. So I mean, it does so kind of cut st- down yeah. with, with the monitor and the keyboard being attached. It does cut down on like the setup time and, and the space that you're using in order to have kind of right. like a LAN setup in that respect. So I can understand. I just don't have a laptop myself and I don't see myself getting one anytime soon. Right. I don't travel. So, I, I have no use for one. Yeah. yeah my uses are very specific. They're mm-hmm. very, yeah, very, yeah, exactly. They aren't. Now, I do see it for students. I do think mm-hmm. that's a big thing because um, the money they spend on a laptop, like a cheap laptop and a desktop, could buy you a really nice setup like this. But other than that, like that's that's a really, really specific use case. So, um, Yeah, I just, man, I, I can see some really fringe uses for it. Like, you're, you know, yours is one specific case. Like, student who goes to LANs and wants to, like, save In some Oregon. space. Yeah. <laughs> but it's just, it seems... <laughs> but yeah. It, I just can't like if I'm AMD, I can't see how this is like the direction well, the, their product goes. The, that's the problem too. Is like you're not going to be if you're looking to game, you're not going to be buying an AMD product. Like I, the only thing worthwhile here in AMD's lineup is now like this quote unquote technology of just using Thunderbolt to connect your graphics card to your like laptop. Like I would still. I don't think that's going to make AMD nearly any money because we already saw the flashy cases for graphics cards and stuff by other like manufacturers. So I, I don't see what AMD is really getting out of this, but it just seems like such a weird direction to take. Like I feel like AMD, they make, they, they make like specific plays, like either they're the value play where like their cards cost mm-hmm. less, even though mm-hmm. you know they more don't... bang for your buck, mm-hmm. right? More bang for your buck, or they or they make like the mobile play where they you know they try and uh, do mobile graphics better you know than Nvidia or Intel. But this like I don't see I don't see what the goal is here. Like ha- they can't seriously think they're going to sell many of these like card enclosures because you're you're aiming for. Like a niche of a niche, you're aiming for PC gamers yeah. who who only have a thin laptop and want to yeah. take the thin laptop only. 
around and be able to game on it in a more hardcore fashion. Like I just don't, I don't understand how these things get any made. Of those people. Yeah, it's uh, like they they had to like focus group something and and figure out how many people they could possibly market it to and how many people did their research lead them to believe they could market it to because I can't imagine it being that many people. The other thing too is if I if I think about this in terms of like your like let's say a student or you know someone who's on a who's kind of on a budget when they're gaming. Okay, if you're already a, if if you're a hardcore gamer, literally on this on this this graphic here, it says thin laptop meets hardcore gamer. Okay, if you're a hardcore <laughs> yep. gamer, you probably already own a gaming yeah. desktop. Otherwise, yeah. you wouldn't be a hardcore gamer. Yeah. So what they're I feel saying, like... what they're saying is that you're gonna the, the the proposition here is they want you to buy the chassis, and then you either have to buy a second graphics card. Or you have to take your graphics card out of your PC, your desktop PC, whenever you mm-hmm. want to travel around with just your laptop, which yep. seems like just as much of a hassle as hauling <laughs> around your entire PC. I dread ever having to open up my yeah, fucking I, computer case. I'm the same way. I, I hate thinking way. about it. I don't I want don't to see the inside of it. that thing once I've built it. Because that I means if you're seeing the inside of that thing, other than cleaning it or spraying yeah. it out, like you, there's a problem. And yeah, it, <laughs> I'm the same way, Shane. Like I, I want to be optimistic about this because I think the idea is neat, but I just don't yeah. like the business side of me just can't get on board with like actually making this and thinking you're going to make money on it. Yeah, like I said, I don't know what AMD really plays. Well, maybe and maybe here, it's that, but, but maybe the play isn't that they think they're even going to make that much money off of it. Maybe they just want to. Maybe it's just literally like a not necessarily a shot in the dark, but they're like, okay. Let's try this, and if it doesn't work out, yeah, it's like I like the our idea bottom line's not going to be that effective. And, and finding yeah. out what they can do with Thunderbolt, but this seems like the wrong yeah. way to go about it. Yeah, right. Now, um, I will acknowledge a chat here. There, I think somebody mentioned something about um, Phil from Xbox uh, mm-hmm. saying he wants to make like consoles upgradable, which we know that AMD is running both on PlayStation and Xbox. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so. I mean, you think you know, this is just well, paying, the Xbox is... One doesn't have fucking Thunderbolt? That's for sure. Yeah, that's for sure. But I mean, if we look back at like the PlayStation, for instance, like I don't know how many iterations they went through to just get like standard upgrades, like you, um, or different cooling options or something. Where um, maybe they're actually looking at making modular consoles, where it's just going to be, you know, unplug and plug in a new graphics unit and call it good. Um, but then again, I don't know why they need to go. Well, I guess never mind. I just answered my own question. Where um, <laughs> where they need to go through AMD? But then I was thinking, wait, duh, they're they're in the console, so they would have to go through AMD. Well, they're so. pairing up with yeah. Razer for this, so it's like an AMD slash Razer mm-hmm. slash whoever owns Thunderbolt uh, like collaboration. Uh, yeah, I guess, I guess it's an Intel thing. They they have they yeah. don't have the Intel graphic here on this this collaboration slide. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but but like the this razor the razor imagery has a picture of a razor blade and it says ready for the office and then the enclosure yep. that says ready for the game and it's like I just don't believe that there <laughs> are these not, people out there yeah, that, that are like so this is was, what I've been waiting for yeah, I've been waiting right. to be a hardcore gamer but I couldn't because I only had a <laughs> also laptop. loves to pound pussy in Microsoft Word like when I'm at work but know that this same machine that I just crafted this beautifully written email in Outlook 
can also run, you know, fucking Battlefield 4 on high settings with my Thunderbolt. Yeah, like, I, yeah, you're I totally right. Reports. I type my reports <laughs> at 180 words per minute, and then also I fucking slayed dudes in Counter-Strike Global Offensive That's when right. I connect to my the AMD Thunderbolt. The with this marketing image is that it just has a laptop and the, and the chassis, which, like, gives off the impression that you're ready for gaming without a mouse. Like, you're going to game on a trackpad? Yeah, there's yeah. no mouse yeah. in this like picture. Gotta, yeah. If you want to speak to me, at least speak to me in like a realistic way. No one is going to literally <laughs> just be able to carry Don't around these two me. things right. and be ready to game. Like you would need a mouse. And Razer makes mice. Like you can, you, yeah. you know, you yeah. can promo the Mamba, promo the Death Adder. But like it just it feels it feels like a like business people put this presentation together and are like, yeah, the gamers are going to go for this. Yeah, this yeah. is perfect. You know what? Maybe this is just a social experiment or a prank. Maybe this is an Ethan Bradbury at AMD social experiment. Who knows? Like maybe we're just getting, maybe we're just having, we're being tested, and they see I how didn't much traction this triggered. But I actually really don't like. <laughs> yeah, this. I can tell you're pretty triggered right now. I hate you, Scott. Oh. <laughs> it's not the first time though that like Razer has came out with something where people are like, yeah, I don't know who wants that. You know, that's like, true. This is the kind um, of thing I would expect from Razer, but like AMD, I feel like cannot afford to keep making bets like this that are like taking the focus off of competing with Nvidia in yeah, making like better hardware issue. and better software. Mm-hmm. Maybe they just this feels like a this feels like can't. a diversion. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, man. Uh, all right. Well, we'll keep, you know we'll keep an eye on it. And, we'll keep uh, our eyes peeled. <laughs> again, I'm sure we'll address it again at some point. But uh, watch that news. mouse will show up it, one day. Also, yeah. Also, <laughs> if you are like if you are the um, you know what, write us an email if you if you hear this discussion and you're like, wow, they're missing the entire point. AMD. Yeah, brilliant. I want to know people write who are in a situation yeah. where this would benefit yeah. them. I need yeah. to understand. Yeah, exactly. it would. Yeah, you should let us know if you if you are a, the the hardcore gamer that has just been waiting <laughs> to plug in that external graphics card you accidentally bought but then realized it couldn't go in your laptop. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, this doesn't fit. So hardcore. <laughs> yeah. Oh jeez. All right. Well, there's it's just going to be. I'm sorry, but both of these next stories are triggering to me as well. So I think it's just going to be a lot of triggers today. So. Uh, this next story is about uh, Sony uh, finally handing out some free game codes for its 2011 hack. Uh, if you guys remember, in 2011, basically the PlayStation Network went down uh, for, I think it was 23 days total. I remember and, that. Uh, well, I, so think, I think before, there, they actually did compensate people for it uh, yeah. in a way, like either with uh, uh, I think they like, all gave people a game them too. It was just that this is yeah. the class action lawsuit settlement. Right. That's why right. this has taken so long and why it's finally happening. Exactly. So um, basically now if if you can apply, uh, if you were online or whatever, had an account during that time, you fill out a lengthy form. It is very lengthy, obviously. Uh, anything with lawyers will be. And you get free time. But again, so this is the thing is, right, this was 2011. Okay. These codes are for PlayStation 3, PlayStation Vita, and PSP games. Oh, are they they really for games? And a handful of Oh, I didn't even see that part. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This is not for anything current, like if you have a PS4. And they will only work on your PS3 or any of those handhelds. They have infamous little Big Planet God of War HD collection. You know, that's pretty funny to me that, that. that it was so long ago that they've that we've gone up a console generation before that lawsuit was ever 
ever settled that they yeah. that they really are not losing much of anything out of this because they're only giving away no. codes for the previous for old generation. Absolutely. And, and for a handheld thing that's dead in the water. Totally they're done with the Vita and the or and PSP is like uh yeah. what wasn't there something might about as well the PS done. Yeah, it might as well just be dead at this point. It's, yeah, it's, dust it's, off PSP. It's go time. <laughs> Here we go. So the other, I guess the only thing that you could get, or I'm assuming this would transfer to, to uh, if you have a PS4, you can get a PlayStation Network subscription if yeah. the title's uh, okay, on, well, off the note appeal. So I guess, I mean, at least you could get That's uh, a free subscription to PSN. But um, yeah, so the, the lawsuit was settled for uh, two, $2.75 million. And uh, yeah, there you go. I mean, I, I saw things it's considered. Truce. I feel like two two point seventy five million is like a drop in the bucket for. Uh, that's like I mean, that's what I was about to say. That's nothing yeah, for like, the nothing. magnitude yeah. of what that hack exactly. was. Exactly for seventy million Sony customers, you know, were affected during that. So I mean, I yeah. didn't realize that was five years ago. That, five years, man. man. That was no. a long time. Yeah. I well, I remember so in high school when that happened, or I don't remember. Yeah, in high school that happened, and you just simply couldn't play games, like for yeah. with your friends. Like it was the most frustrating thing. And I was then, like, "Well, I'm not a I'm not a PlayStation gamer, so <laughs> it didn't affect me." I was on Xbox at the time. Yeah, so that was that was that was before I was like in the PC gaming too. So it was like the PS3 versus Xbox 360 fanboyism, you know, yep. like was going on. Yep. And it just like Entrenched I just into our modern warfare two elitism. <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> just heard about that for weeks, literally, yep. because uh, PlayStation was down. But yeah, exactly. Well, there you go. <sighs> Sony made good on their. Uh, uh, well, well, actually, I, by that time it was Black Ops. Yeah, we were we were in Black Ops. That's right. Yeah. That happened, First one. Like, the good old the good old YouTube days, man. Let's no. go back. I know. Sometimes I do wish I could just snap back into those days where uh, you know there was drama between all of the. Uh, commentators and what was oh that was the best it was really great <laughs> scott just wants to wants to do a casual laid-back commentary over i do some you know what i was like joking a... but i was like i'm gonna go back and uh talk over i mean people have already done this but my original fucking gameplay i ever uploaded oh, to YouTube is so cringe i might yeah. just have to go back and just like talk about what i was thinking at the time and fucking kill myself but uh yeah that's, it's fun to, it's <laughs> my fun to suicide note to the internet <laughs> is note. me commentating <laughs> over my first my original with my hd tvr dude i plugged that thing in i was on sub base i was aggressively <laughs> sniping i was using the fucking dual oh uh oh god what pistols was i using akimbo um the Rapicus? revolvers or oh, whatever revolver. yeah dude oh man it's quite a video, dude. I didn't even take off uh, Sham. I had a motion, not motion blur. What is that in Vegas that you got to turn off? Oh, the the the, the um, ghosting from ghosting. The, um, yeah. Uh, it's from fucking uh, resampling. Turning off resampling. Yeah. Yeah. The resampling. It's not even. Tur- oh it's shit! My first video was made in Windows Movie Maker. Oh, nice. I didn't even yeah. have Vegas at that time. Even Hell yeah. 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 God damn it! I did use the Ravica in that video too. <clears throat> Good memory. But uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, <laughs> Let's talk about uh, more somewhat. I guess this is drama. So um, the one hundred thousand dollar Kickstarter uh, campaign. Yeah, there is some drama here Uh, for the game Bear Simulator, uh, which you may which you may remember. uh, How long? It was 2014. There were four thousand backers and there was one hundred thousand dollars pledged for this game. You know, silly game about being a bear. Um, And the developer has just basically after. there's a couple factors in this, but he basically said that he's done working on this game because of the reception that it received and that there's really no point. I want to read you his statement. So, again, this is kind of confusing because the actual 
score of the game, it's it's rocking a seventy eight percent positive review on Steam, which I, I mean that's pretty that's pretty good. Uh, but PewDiePie, uh, our, our lovely PewDiePie, made a video about it, uh, basically just shitting on it. By the shitting way, on, shitting on it, uh, right? And so he has he has a pretty pretty solid reach. So I'm sure there was no. Uh, there was a lot of yeah, man. PewDiePie's through. reach is pretty solid. Let's just <laughs> know he's got a few people watching his videos. Um, but this is okay. So this was, and his name is uh, John Farjay, and this was the statement that he released, and people were just kind of surprised um, about it. And again, I'm going to read it as it is written. I don't know if English is his first language or if he was just triggered, but it's it's here. It is. Well, the game didn't have a great reception, has a stigma against its name, and there's plenty of other problems. So making any updates or going further is basically a lost cause now. Plus, not skilled enough to make the game better than it currently is or write better that's, updates. That's where I previous. was like, oh, God, I don't feel yeah. bad for you at all. Yeah. So, yeah, he's oh, just basically man. saying that he, yeah. So he says, was all, really all he's saying is that he's an untested developer who put his dumbass idea on Kickstarter and, and it took up. off when it yeah. really shouldn't have. And yeah. he had nothing to show for it. And got so, exactly what he deserved. Yeah, and was really hoping the Steam release would go well, but why? And then it's like this whole thing is wrapped up in like a woe is me. I mean, and again, like I've never developed a game. I've never, you know, poured myself into a product and then been shit on. Oh, wait, I definitely have. So I, I, not necessarily in game <laughs> development, but I can I can relate to getting shit on. I think anybody that does this kind of stuff can. And uh, that's just, I mean, it's par for the course. And I'm not going to be the guy that's just going to be like, you know, People respond to it in different ways, and I'm sure being shit on by somebody of PewDiePie's size brings about all kinds of of, of special messages to your Twitter and, and inbox and all that kind of stuff. So I mean, I'm the sure game still has a positive reception on yeah, Steam. It's got an eighty percent positive review uh, rating on Steam still, even even through all of that po- quote unquote right. brigading that went on. You know, exactly. Uh, people uh, like upvoting the negative reviews on Steam and and going at the developer on Twitter or whatever. You know, yeah. it's it, it's not it's not like it's not like it's completely flipped yeah. turn really uh, on Steam for him. You know, it's I don't know like, why this God guy... damn dude, you got one hundred thousand dollars to make a game that looks like yeah. someone vomited contrast all over a <laughs> fucking texture. And then you, and you've got the gall to be like, eh, it's not worth it. But dude, then he's get like, the yeah, fuck then he's out like, of here. It's so woe is me. He goes, was really hoping the Steam release would go well. I'll just read it in the voice that I read this whole fucking statement in. Was really hoping the Steam release would go well, but why would it? Should have just gave the game to backers and not bother with Steam. Also, don't want to deal with the drama anymore. Can't ignore it because that causes more drama and can't do anything about it because that causes more drama. So the whole statement is just very, yeah. Like it, it, it's a person who didn't know how to develop a game and then also isn't ready for being on the internet at all. Sure. Like, just, yes. you, you, can't, you can't have your cake and eat it too. And that's exactly right. And that's the other thing is he, okay, so this was a Kickstarter idea. It blew up. but he, So he was, he, his success was due to the internet and the very same internet that gave him his success is the very same internet that's also when this product comes out and is subpar are going to criticize it and you, you know like you said Shab, you can't have your cake and eat it too you can't be be fueled by the internet and then also be shocked when the internet shits all over you for something that isn't that great or you know they're just going to say what they will and even you know like some people that are saying that's like the worst thing ever i'm sure there are worse games and like you said 78 percent after oh all no, there definitely are worse games. It's just <laughs> that this this is not up to par yeah. with anyone getting a hundred thousand dollars for a Kickstarter project and then selling the game for fifteen bucks a pop on Steam. It's just not 
it's not of that quality. Exactly. Exactly. So, so, so we have. Some, it looks like every other run of the mill, like bad, sim. just sure. bad looking simulator. The art design is fucking atrocious. Oh man, just looking at the screenshots of it just make me vomit. See, I don't, I don't know why he, like, there are just people out there that don't take criticism well. But if it was yeah. me, for instance, I would have fucking rode this to the bank. Like that's what I mean. This, Who cares? The Pewdie- PewDiePie what? shitting on it is just money for me. Like you got, yeah, you got to use that as armor. Is like exactly. There, there are people that would pay for PewDiePie to give a negative review of their game oh. just because, like, there is <laughs> yeah. no, there is no yeah. such thing as bad publicity, nope. really, when it nope. comes to something like that. And like you said, you know, a lot of people do clearly enjoy the game. Like, I feel like you've got to, like, I wanna, I wanna feel sorry for him because, like, it seems like he just, he might be getting like a lot of hate messages, and I get that right. some people. Like, they definitely don't deserve that sort of vitriol for what is, like, a product that they poured their, their heart into, maybe. But you also have to, like, you have to look at the good and, like, see the people that do enjoy your game and, and like, want to make it better for those people, for the people that do like it. And you, at a certain point, you just have to ignore the negative. Yeah. Like, his game has yeah. gotten way more publicity than a lot of other games that, that probably deserve, you know, publicity more than this game. Uh, but like, instead of looking on the positive side and trying to make yeah. you know make lemonade out of lemons, he's just yeah. It's like the, it really does sound like he's just kind of feeling sorry for himself. It makes it I hard mean, this to sympathize. This wouldn't even be a story if he just made the game on his own time and put it on Steam. Maybe got sure. it through Greenlight or whatever, and totally. it just happened to not be good. But he got a hundred thousand yeah. dollars on Kickstarter and couldn't deliver, and exactly. probably knew that he couldn't deliver. Exactly. That's where well, he's, he's admitting lies. that he can't deliver. He in his statement. Yeah, exactly. Statement, admitted he says, that he wasn't. I don't good have the to skills yes. to make the game better. I mean, he <laughs> said it. Like, and that's the case again. You you were you were given a hundred thousand dollars to make this. I don't know if this is a solo man project. Like, find somebody. I think it's just one who, dude. Yeah, find somebody who can make it better then, and give them some <laughs> of the just... Kickstarter money, and make the game better. Yeah, like it. It the more that we're digging into this, yeah, it it's. But okay, so that's not the end of the story though. So this this article, there's there's a couple things that happened. So there was mm-hmm. the PewDiePie video was was put out. PewDiePie then after hearing, you know, people were hitting him up and be like, "Wow, you ruined this guy's life." Uh, PewDiePie took his video down initially. And also, sorry, Cliffy B chimed in too, um, and he said, "I have such mixed feelings about this. On one hand, the internet is mean; on the other hand, welcome to game development, which is, <laughs> you know, pretty well said." And um, uh, would, he also tweeted, "Oh, sorry. Uh, also, um, the developer tweeted this uh, gem: must be doing this PC game development thing wrong because it's way too hard to stay happy and productive. Like this guy just sounds like a tr- <laughs> like a real like he should be <laughs> on the internet, like." I don't know if like he thought going into game development was going to be this like super zen process, but well, uh, I mean, like, it, it's not only that, but like, dude, you're coming out with another simulator game, like <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, that too. You wrote a fucking meme to the bank, and now you're right. complaining, <laughs> right? Exactly. So it sounds so, like someone who just wasn't ready for putting okay. like leading a thing that is going to either succeed or fail because of yeah. the internet. Like mm-hmm. I. I I have to wonder when you make a Kickstarter like that, yeah. if if it succeeds, you're going to get hate like that, right? Because you'll get publicity, and someone will have a negative opinion. So I feel like even, how yeah, how did he plan to how did he plan to be successful with this game? Because if his Kickstarter succeeded, by definition, he'd probably get some negative pushback. It just so happened that that negative, you know, the negative feedback came from one of the internet's largest personalities, but. Like, did he not think about that as as a potential? Like, 
Right. I mean, exactly. it's like it even like using Kickstarter, he... even using Kickstarter, yeah. you're inviting people to be disappointed in what they get as an end result when they backed you in the first place. Maybe they didn't get exactly what they wanted and they might give you, you know, really negative feedback because of that. If they're, you know, the wrong kind of person, it's like you got to yet to be fucking ready to do this. OK, the yeah. Internet's not a nice place. It never has been and it never will be. People are completely unfiltered and you have to be prepared for it. Exactly. So, and initially, so Pewdie, um, Pewdie, Pewdie, I'm on, I call him Pewdie. Uh, Pewdie said, random people yeah, tweeting your friend. Me. He's, yeah, well, I call him Felix, actually. I, 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 <laughs> I tweeted him about it. I said, stop being mean to the fucking bear dev. And he, he was like, you know, I'll take the video down. No, but he basically took it down initially, made it private, and then put it back up with a note and just said, you know, and he said, I, I took the video down initially after hearing the developer was really discouraged from getting really harsh criticism. Um, and he said he's the, uh, he's not interested in making people feel bad. But then later after hearing that the developer stopped developing the game, which is what he claimed that he was going to do. Um, and has since actually kind of relinquished on. Uh, so he put the video back up, which I think was the was the smart thing to do. And it's basically the, all the points that that we, Sham and we have been saying. He said, if, if you ask the Internet for 100K, then put out a bad product. What do you expect? Finish the game. Obviously, some people uh, liked it because it does have a 78 um, yep. percent. So and in his final statement up until this point, uh, he said, OK, been in a really weird mood for a while now and cannot snap snap out of it has been really annoying. And it shows very true. Need to get back to my original sarcastic self and stop being so complain. E we'll try well, to make I mean, the, the next first thing is to stop airing your fucking thoughts yes. on on social Just media all it. the time. That's Just the first rule when you yeah. have a thought. It doesn't need to go on Twitter. You can just yeah. sit on it. Sham, but Sham, it does. Sham, everything has to go on. Twitter. I don't. I don't go to Twitter every time that I'm having a fucking bad day. I don't need to do that. And it and it's and all that's going to do is compound your problems exactly. to the people who were giving you negative criticism in the first place. It's only going to give them more ammunition to fucking shoot at you. <laughs> Listen, all the people that air their daily their daily ups and downs of life that I follow on Twitter are me. <laughs> well, feel free to do that, but I will never see your tweets. Um, yeah, but yeah, you're right. You just uh, just like just chill, like relax. Um, <laughs> tell that to APL shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Scott, Scott Scott's always coming on Twitter like you know, talking hey. about just how bad his day is going just what whenever he like spilled something in the kitchen he comes I'm and like hypocrite. guys I'm just having a terrible oh, it's day tough for me guys oh, today. Yeah. <laughs> Man. But uh so anyway, definitely interesting. Uh, did you play the did you just see that I haven't played it at all. I'm I'm not going to buy it. No, I've just I've watched plenty of gameplay of it. Okay. I, I yeah, I've just watched a lot of it. I I you didn't watch buy about it a minute of it, it and you'll get Yeah, you'll you get you the get the idea. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Oversharing. Yes, Bali. Thank you. He's definitely oversharing and and he's oversharing uh to the point that uh but it sounds like he's uh, he's snapping out of it so uh, some sweet updates coming. So Maybe if you want to pick up the game and, uh, you know, see where it goes, you can I do think, that. I think the way, like, if I'm him and, I, and I'm, you know, I'm not happy with the, all of the external criticism I'm getting, I think the way, that you, the way that you make sure that you stay true to, like, what you wanted that project to be is update it and communicate with at least your Kickstarter backers. Sure. Right? Like, you don't have to, you don't have to service all of the random people who are, like, complaining because they watch PewDiePie's video. But I think on his side, like you have to, you have to keep your eye on the people that did back that project originally, sure. and like make sure that they still get the product that they, you know, that they gave you money for, uh, basically sight unseen. Like okay. that's the that's the thing that I really have a problem with is like him, 
the the tone here is like ignoring the fact that people gave yes. him a hundred thousand dollars before yes. they had a finished product right. and like if if someone has criticism about your game they might be a kickstarter backer like you should make the game better for those people and ignore you know you can ignore a lot of the criticism but make sure that you like deliver on those people that believed in you Totally. Yeah, it's hard, and, it's hard yeah. to imagine like being a person that doesn't feel indebted to someone who gave you money sight unseen. Like I can't sure. imagine doing that to people. Like if they if they're giving me money and I can't do something by a certain time or or you know get, deliver on my promises, like I would feel like the worst piece of trash on the planet. I don't know how people manage to just live their lives doing something like that where they where they just make promises that they can't keep to people i don't know it's weird to me it definitely and it would you're totally right but in a totally different situation if this was just another simulator made by a a soul guy and it comes out you know and then it's just like uh, again he's still writing a dead meme but sure like he puts this out and then he gets just an insane amount of hate because pewdiepie puts out a video but again he didn't get a hundred thousand dollars to do it he just did it on his own time but you're yeah. right. Like the hundred thousand dollars, like right away, you are instantly indebted to the people that gave you the money to try to make the best possible product. And going on social media and just being like, "Wow, man, PewDiePie didn't like it," and uh, you know, a lot of other people didn't like it, and they're vocal about it. It's just like that's that's fuck. It's just like again, it's just like it's that's a, it's a slap in the that's face fucking to the, life to the fans who did <laughs> like it. Yeah, it's like totally. you know, the, that's the people that probably did like the product, like they have yeah. to feel completely ignored that they're getting. In, in his eyes, like, they're being completely drowned out by the negative, but, like, this guy can't seem to focus on the fact that clearly some people do like the game, right? Make it better yeah. for those people. But, yeah. I mean, the internet the internet is a mean place, but I feel like you... It's it's not to excuse the people that are randomly, like, tweeting hate stuff, but sure. you also just have to accept that some people are going to have criticism, and whether legitimate or not, like, you need to just ignore that and focus on... The people that you know that you do owe uh, making your product better for. Yeah, and I agree with I agree with uh, Trashius who's saying that, like where a hundred thousand dollars is a fuck ton of money, especially. Well, I mean, he so- asked for thirty, I think. Uh, I think okay, the so they raised. Yeah. Okay, but again, so even though, so he still got a hundred grand though, and like what? Like again, I haven't played the game, but where I would like to see the breakdown of where the where that money went you know I mean yeah I'm that's sure. an interesting like point. that would be really interesting like it's like what? I can understand 30,000 it's like if it, okay if I if I'm going to make a game over the course of like a year sure. and I, I've got like a prototype or something 30,000 you know would pay for most uh expenses to like live and be able to try to do it full time so you know 30,000 is not a terrible number to ask for but to right. then get more than tripled <laughs> to that, get 100k I need to know like, yeah I want to know where it went <laughs> Yeah. Well, if you want, if you really want to show PewDiePie and his followers, you know that, like, if you really want to get the last laugh, then take the money that you inevitably got from all of that publicity and reinvest sure. it into the game and make the go. game, you know, make the game way better. Address the things he criticized, and yeah. then like email him back and say, hey, you know what? Like, yeah. I don't, I like, I didn't like your video the first time, but like, I'd love you to give it another try because I've like actually done a lot of work to try and make it better. Right. Exactly. And you should have just do it like, yourself. Find somebody that can help you and pay them some of that Kickstarter money. It, it's, it, I don't. It's like I can, like. Are you the end all be all? I understand it's a solo man project. He's like, I can't do it. Nope, can't do it. Like, there's got to be. I'm sure there's somebody that can do it. I'm sure you could work with somebody uh, to to figure that out. But anyway, okay. 
Well, Anything else to this, say on that, Brad? Uh, this you were Kickstarter saying dev is not the only one calling it quits this week. Ah, uh, well, good segue, Brandon, <laughs> into quick hits. Go ahead, take it away. That was beautiful. Uh, so our first, we have some quick hits, which I don't know. Yeah. Th- this may not be quick because I think this is some of these are pretty, pretty news. Yeah, pretty yeah. Um, but one of the bigger news pieces this week uh, was that Microsoft is has closed uh, two two studios, I think. Or is this, I guess, just one studio. But Lionhead Studios uh, is closing, and Fable Legends uh, has been canceled. So it's Lionhead Studios in the UK, and then they're closing Press Play Studios. Oh, that's right. That's, that's, that was the other one, Press Play. Yeah. So they're closing Lionhead Studios and Press Play. Yeah. Uh, again, I never really played uh, any of the Fable games, though I know Me that they're, lo- they're lauded, or at least some of the older Fable games. I feel like that's um, bold, though, just for... Um, I think they said somewhere in here that they wanted to make... Oh, yeah. These changes are taking effect as Microsoft Studios continues to focus its investments and development on the games and franchises that fans find most exciting and want to play. So you just close the studios, like, instead of making, like, interesting new titles. Like, I don't I don't know. I feel like there's something else going on, but... Um, yeah, that feels like a... That feels like a non... Kind of non-explanation for... It, for this, but I mean, I don't know. Like, I, I'm not, I'm not sure how long these were in development for. Um, if that's yeah. literally all they were working on, then like maybe mm-hmm. it's easier to just cut ties with the whole studio. I, I don't really know the the like the history behind either of these studios, but right. it's not. I mean, it's not like Microsoft doesn't have the cash to keep them open if they wanted to. Sure. Well, I mean, Fable they... Legends was it showed off at an E3 or anything like that? Like uh, promoted there? I don't remember if they had. Uh, uh, material like a trailer or whatever fable legends like if it was seriously into development i need to look around at that uh, i mean someone uh, someone in chat saying that the there's he's played the beta fable legends beta is pretty fun so apparently yeah, I think oh really there some... was a beta okay yeah. geez that's like really it. far in yeah man that's incredible yeah, said, and microsoft doesn't have a problem with you know like it's definitely not a money problem because like let's just look at Mojang. Like they bought Minecraft mm-hmm. for like how much? Like yeah. they wrote a fat check to Notch, like just sure. for Mojang alone. So I mean, it's definitely not a. I don't think it's a money problem, and I, I don't know, well, something else studios, is going on. Like it also has to do with like overseas money that they can't bring back to the U.S. without paying right. huge taxes on it. Right. But mm-hmm. both of these studios are outside the U.S., so it's like that. That would not be the issue, right? Um, it's not like they. Yeah, it's not like I mean, it seems like they have extra money outside of the U.S. to play with, or at least that's mm-hmm. how it seemed when they bought Mojang. Um, but this Lionhead is in the U.K. and Press Play is in Denmark. Um, but yeah, it seems like Fable Legends was really far along uh, because I think they they had an E3 2015 trailer, and yeah, I guess they have a they had a beta. I mean, that's that wow. just seems like throwing away so much to me. Yeah, yeah, I mean, if you've gotten it into a closed beta stage, that's a lot of game development for something like yeah. Fable. That's probably years. I mean, like three, four, maybe more. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if it's in a playable state, for sure, you know. Yeah, like Bali said, Fable 3 came out in 2010. So how long did they wait before they started up a development on Legends? Yeah, like, it looks like development oof. began in summer 2012. Good mm-hmm. God. So, yeah. man, that's that's almost... Almost four years. I would feel so bad as someone who like if I was a part of that team and I just had sunk so much into it. All that time, what was going on? Oh, (laughs) fuck. Um, Okay. Uh, 
and also in things that are uh, canceled and just very disappointing to me because I actually played a decent amount of Rising Thunder. So Riot Games has acquired Radiant Entertainment, who, who made Rising Thunder, uh, a fighting game that was kind of was unique in the sense of that all your moves had cooldowns uh, and had a really cool art style, though, ran really well, played really well online, even in the, the alpha that I, that I got a chance to play. Um, I don't know if you, did you ever play Rising Thunder, Sham? Did you ever get a chance? No, to play I never it? touched it. it. I just really I, I watched you play it a little bit. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, it was really solid. So uh, Riot has bought Radiant Entertainment, and um, this is the biggest. The reason this is news is uh, Riot has never. This is the biggest studio. Um, Riot is like the biggest studio in the world in terms of personnel, and they've never made an acquisition this big in their ten year history. So, and they've hinted that they're working on other games other than League of Legends, but you know I don't know exactly where this acquisition fits. Uh, fits into it. I'm assuming, obviously, they'll probably use the talent for whatever else uh, they're working on. But it is a bummer. Uh, it basically has been all but confirmed, though, that Rising Thunder will be will be no more. So yeah, it's interesting that they're, uh, they're they acquired the studio and, and then, they are permanently closing Rising yeah, Thunder. Like that's that's that game seemed really far along. It, it, so well, no, mean, no. Well, I mean, it, it says just the alpha. Yeah, it's just the alpha test. No, 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 no. See, wait, no, they're wait, like, where? I'm pretty sure the I'm pretty sure the implication is they're like basically closing that game. They're yeah, they changed the the statement on the Radiant website has also been changed to indicate the game is being permanently closed. Yeah. Oh, uh, for Rising I see. Thunder. I see what yeah. you're saying. Yeah, yeah I think yeah. originally people were like, "Wait, does that just mean that they're stopping the alpha?" But like, that's what yeah. it sounded like. like. I think they they I think the clarification is that like, no, Rising Thunder will not exist anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so again, people unsure of exactly what this what this means, but I mean it's a it's a big it's a big uh, acquisition. So and again, does this I don't know like it, does this mean that like is this competing is this going to compete directly with an IP right that Riot's already working on? So they're figuring, you know what I mean? Or they're taking ideas. Yeah. I, I said it makes sense in one sense in the in the MOBA realm because uh, Rising Thunder did have MOBA elements as far as like, not just, I shouldn't just say MOBA, but having the cooldowns and stuff on your fighters and stuff like that, yeah. and even like the loadout, the way that they set stuff up was different than uh, some other fighting games. So I don't know, like maybe like they'll take Riot, some ideas from that. I feel like Riot would want to use their existing characters because like yes, they've done a lot of work well. to build yeah. up. And then use a, that, makes sense. that yeah. style. Like yeah, build, that they've sense. built up the lore and the story around a lot of those characters. And so like, Maybe the maybe the goal here is like you look at Rising Thunder's tech. Like that's that's one of right. the things that the Radiant team is like pretty well known for, uh, like the tech in their game. And uh, I think they, I think they're like the creators of GGPO, the, yeah. the like the fighting uh-huh. game uh, network technology. And so maybe maybe the they just like take sort of the the tech behind Rising Thunder and, I think gen- right. and do a whole bunch of new art and story that like incorporates With, league characters or something. I think you're totally right. Like that's I, probably that, what they're going to do. That seems like yeah. I mean it seems like the only way they would close this game is if they had like a good idea for how to take the backbone of that game and turn it into something that's more like Riot esque. The Riot fighting game, yeah. yeah. Totally. And actually, thinking about it now, right, again, like, it makes total sense, like, the idea that Rising Thunder had, cooldowns, all that stuff. Riot has over 100 characters with lore, with all kinds of unique moves. Like, actually, and, and saying that out loud, like, that sound, that's a game that I would definitely Yeah, play. like, that actually sounds like, like that a really actually cool sounds really concept. fun. Yeah, yeah, it does. Well, thinking so. about it, too, like, what markets, like, specific genres, like, Riot could, could go into, yeah. it's like, they're already getting these, you know, well, very well established in the MOBA they they are like the MOBA scene, but then like um, um, with the exception of Dota two, but then um, um, 
like what else is there? They're not going to, I don't think they, it just doesn't seem like right to enter like the FPS scene. So I think the next bet right. was, be was definitely the fighting scene. Totally, um, if, yeah. Yeah, if they were to stay with, you know, doing these free-to-play competitive games, um, I think yeah. that just makes the most sense. Yeah, I mean, well, they're definitely tipping their hand that, like, this yeah. this team has the expertise in fighting games. So, like, it is basically 100% that Riot will be working on a fighting game with this team because, like, that's where their pedigree is. Right. Yeah. So definitely keep an eye on that and watch for an announcement of uh, Riot Thunder, the new, uh, <laughs> as opposed to Rise of Thunder, the new, the new League of Legends fighting game, which, I mean, yeah, I think that definitely makes the most sense. So, um, all right, there's a new uh, Hearthstone expansion, Whisper of the Old Gods. Uh, well, they announced, I'm sorry, they announced it. Uh, you guys excited about this? I don't play Hearthstone. So. I, know, I haven't played Hearthstone in forever. <laughs> I know yeah, Brandon I added does, because this, this is uh, it's exciting for me. Um, I, they've like they're sort of doing the whole slow trickle out of new cards and stuff, mm-hmm. uh, but I think there's like a hundred and there'll be I think 134 new cards, mm-hmm. um, and this I don't think it's coming at the same exact time as uh, the new standard mode, which uh, which gets rid of a lot of old expansions cards uh, for competitive play, but it's going to come close enough uh, where standard and this new expansion will will I mean basically change the game in like huge fundamental ways um so i'm excited for this just because like between um between the introduction of standard and a new expansion coming at the same time i feel like hearthstone i think it'll be like the most exciting time in hearthstone uh that we've seen in a while so i'm I'm excited for it okay um yeah i think brand is the only one that plays hearthstone he is he is he's the (laughs) yeah He's the I stay away from that nerd anymore. shit, you know? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Well, here we go, though. Diablo 2 has been patched for the first time in uh, five years. And uh, still impressive that Blizzard is uh, that Blizzard thinks a 16 year old game is considered worth patching. But obviously, the Diablo, I almost said Dota 2, Diablo 2 community is still really large. Well, it's for um, what? For new OS? Uh, yeah, exactly. I yeah. mean, you know, that, that yeah. makes sense to me. They, so, they've been doing a lot of work with like keeping their their older titles up to date and being able to run on the new OSs and and fostering uh, a better play of those. So yeah, and they also they said they're improving their cheat detection and hack prevention capabilities. So they're going to mm-hmm. try to make it a little bit better for the ecosystem. But yeah, there you go. So and if you're no, still Warcraft, playing Diablo two, Warcraft three is also getting a new patch. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So props yeah. to Blizzard for you know for keeping at least doing minor things to keep those games. Uh, running you know, playable yeah. and running in today's world i think that's awesome yep all right and then here we go this is going to trigger brad because he's been trying to get into the closed uh, beta <laughs> of uh i know i'm not even overwatch by just literally last week admitting to just playing random uh blizzard games and hoping that that's that's the, that's the key <laughs> just, just opening them up and <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Just yeah. letting instances of all Blizzard games run Running for 24 hours a day. Um, but the open beta is coming to PC, PS4, and Xbox One. Um, and so if you want to play it, uh, you and a friend can play it on May 3rd to the 4th if you uh, basically pre-order it or you get early access. Um, and then if you want to wait and uh, you can play the open beta period from May uh, 5th through the 9th, that'll be available to everybody on all platforms. So... I mean, I don't know if 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 you don't didn't get into the closed beta 
and you really want to play it ahead of the May 5th and 9th, you can if play you it on the third and fourth. Fuck you. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I'm de- I'll definitely play it when it's in its open beta period um, for the 5th or the 9th, but I'm not going to. I've already pre-ordered it. I mean, so well, it's, it's a like, good game. At not getting it. Like, I only got in for one stress test weekend, and I refused to play it more than like an hour or two because I did not want to hate myself after I lost access and then haven't gotten it back. The Sorry. only the only beta that I've ever been invited to fully was Heroes of the Storm, and I'm like, yeah, great, a game that I don't <laughs> even really want to play. Yeah, you fucking throw. <laughs> Why do I even check these things off? Go fuck yourself, Blizzard. <laughs> you're, you're just messing with I don't me. Want it. Yeah, but I'm gonna buy it, and I'm gonna get into the early access beta. Of course, I'm going to. I I really want to fucking try the game. And put a lot of time into it. Definitely looks a lot of fun. I mean, I've watched, uh, I haven't played it either. Did not get in, but we'll definitely uh, be getting that. It's super fun. Yeah, it's one of the it's one of the few games I've played recently where I can say like pre ordering pre ordering for me was was not a hard decision. Like the game is already in such a polished state that Mm -hmm. it's I'm I'm pretty confident that assuming you get a chance to play it now and you think you know I like this game. I think pre-ordering is a pretty safe bet compared to pre-ordering other games. Well, and right. hey, we're gonna people are gonna get four days of open beta access, so you know that's exactly. a very good trial period in order yeah. to find out if you if you want the game or not. They, they already announced their payment model, right? It's going to be a sixty dollar. It's a forty dollar game. Or forty dollars. That's yeah. what it was. Sixty is a deluxe edition. That's what it is. Yeah, forty dollars on PC, and then they have they they have like uh, loot boxes that I assume you'll be able to buy, but it's like a right. bunch of cosmetic stuff. So. Wait, is it going to be forty on consoles too, or is I it... don't think so. I think it's sixty on console. I think forty mm-hmm. is P- is the PC version okay. only, right. if I remember correctly. Yeah, get shit on kids. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, console superior. Yeah, <laughs> got to pay for your stupid disc. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. All right, so let's get into some new releases here. Uh, March fifteenth, uh, Need for Speed uh, comes out, and uh, I put this in because just... uh, I like didn't realize that they're still making need for speed games yeah yeah i I just remember seeing the the promotional material for it during e3 or whatever and i'm like wow man i I love all this this voice acting and not cars racing right now that you're showing me (laughs) thanks a lot need for speed yeah (laughs) we'll see uh see how it goes obviously a 60 dollar title um on origin you can pre-order and customize your ride with the need for speed styling pack so if that's something that interests you, honestly, oh, I, really, I used boy. to love the need. I used to love the Need for Speed games, and I've been wanting to like get into some well, racing games. So maybe I'll give this a try and see. Underground yeah, Two is the shit. Right? I want another fucking yeah. Burnout if I'm going to play a racing game again. I want. Oh, burnout. burnout! Yeah, Burnout's game. so fucking good. Yeah. Did they ever? They, they ever released Burnout? Was Burnout ever on PC? They, uh, Paradise is on PC. Par- Paradise yeah. is okay. Paradise and all the DLC is on there. They can Burnout Two and One and Two, but yeah. Um, it's okay. in the in the description for the game. It says race incredible cars with an unlocked frame rate, wheel support, and manual transmission. What? You know, hey guys, l- just letting you know, this time we didn't fuck up the frame rate. We we promise the physics <laughs> like aren't tied to it now. To be put in, like yeah. Well, you the, know the you're thing in. that confuses me is like two of those things are like technical specs, like yeah. unlocked frame rate and wheel support. But then, what is manual transmission? That's like that's not a technical piece of the that's, game. Yeah, Are you just saying that like it is an option to choose a car with a manual transmission? Like that there was ever an idea that that wouldn't be an option? <laughs> like they I were was, like, you know, every car's about, automatic. Like I was almost not on board, but then you told me that you absolutely have manual <laughs> transmission in this game. Yeah, that is a little odd. That's such a weird just, thing to be in the headline for the game. 
I just I remembered know. that uh, Orb got um, invited to like some Need for Speed event, and he recorded. He was going on about how it looked really good at 60 FPS, but I couldn't help but notice that he was fucking running into every single wall. So I called him autistic on his YouTube channel, and he noticed. <laughs> but <laughs> just a side note. Sorry, we could continue. Oh, okay. I didn't know if there was any. I, I, he hasn't repaid you. For no, that was just the. That was my story. So we found that Brad is an e-bully. Yeah, look at that, dude. You need to go to a seminar. You and Freak. Good Lord. I, that. Okay, here, hold on. I got it. Uh, Joel, it's like I'm watching my little autistic cousin play this game. Why do you <laughs> let yourself hit so many goddamn walls? And he replied, I live life in the fast lane, fast babes and hot cars. He wouldn't know about this life. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect answer. <laughs> oh, oh, shit. All right, so that's tomorrow. That'll be March uh, March fifteenth. So uh, today, because it is well, at least for me on the East Coast, it is twelve ten in the morning on uh, March fourteenth. We talked about this last week. There's poop in my soup releases. I'm not going to say any more about it because we really dived in last week. Uh, Expect a review from APL Fisher himself. Yes, I definitely think I'm going to have to at least give this a try. Uh, I'll, I'll read the description one more time. There's Poop in My Soup is a physics-based game about a little boy who likes to poop on passersby. Cause as much damage as you can in the streets below. Unlock power-ups and new projectiles by completing your two-poo list. Enough said. Comes out, uh, comes out today, so might be picking that up. Um, the, a game called uh, another one today, Sparkle, uh, and then I think this is Brad's note. Definitely not a ripoff of PlayStation's Flow, which I haven't actually seen um but it looks like it's, it's literally the same thing like okay the yeah. graphics everything else just the mechanics it's um i don't know how they got honestly are getting like getting away with it yeah. like it's literally just like they changed the color scale or something so it's not the same like tint i don't know it's not not as purple but it's it's literally the same thing gotcha uh, but it was, so. it was okay on the playstation i guess but uh um yeah, that's about that. Okay. Oh uh, my god! Yeah, I'm looking at Google Images of Flow, and then looking at the screenshots of this Sparkle game on Steam, and like, what the fuck? They're so similar looking. It's incredible. Yeah, it's it's. I'm not sure. <laughs> I, I imagine that'll be taken down. So buy it now if you really want it. <laughs> if you really want it, yeah. I mean, it, I, I guess it's different enough in some of the character design, but God, it's just it's it just looks like. A carbon copy or someone's just like yeah i'm gonna make that too you you think you can fucking release on ps4 yeah. <laughs> you haven't quartered the pc market yet all right uh, speaking of another uh this is on march 17th speaking of another game that's definitely not a tron ripoff uh position called- uh what yeah go ahead you pronounce it how you think it's pronounced. it's called positron Positron. So don't have to think yeah. about how it's pronounced it's pronounced positron <laughs> well i would i thought maybe they were going something with like position like a plan position or something there so are a lot of games coming out that have this like, look to it lately Cistron. like racing games that that have this tron shit going on i don't yeah. know why it's become so popular it's, lately it's like, this yeah. isn't the first game this is like the second or third game that i've seen with this kind of art style for like a fast-paced either racing or, or some other uh, well, thing like that's a, fast-paced. It's basically like Snake, just with a Tron-looking atmosphere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty much. Um, so games that I actually give a shit about, though, this one, Brad, that you put in, <laughs> Shadow's Peak, actually looks really, again... I actually I, could put be, this in for you, actually. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, no, I'm definitely going to have to play this. I didn't know... This. So it has all the things I love. Early access, horror, indie, action, adventure. 
so uh, I'm definitely going to be checking this out. It's a story-driven, atmospheric horror game focused on exploration, which just, that's definitely not generic at all. <laughs> oh, about, God, it already looks like it's just Dear Esther, but at night. It kind of does. Pretty much, like yeah. Esther. Uh, I really Peak, like Peak. this. Oh, go ahead. Sorry, sorry, go ahead. No, it just says, I'm just going to read Shadow's Peak. Uh, you play as a writer. Oh, okay, a little Alan Wake influence. Who decided to visit a mysterious place called Just Shadow's Peak? Just because he plays it, play as a writer. Yeah, that's that, they did basically <laughs> automatically Alan Wake. Alan Wake. <laughs> to gather materials for a new book about legends, uh, be warned. Because see, Alan Wake goes off to write his book uh, when he's on vacation. Uh, okay. All right. Be well, warned, Shadow's Peak will not hold your hand. So there you go, guys. Be warned. Honestly, be the warned. gameplay, it, uh, the game is very, very ugly looking. But uh, in the trailer, it doesn't look that great. But I'll definitely, uh, I'll definitely give it a try. It's an early access game. And it has potential to have some. It honestly looks like every other exploration horror game that I've ever seen on Steam in the screenshots. And actually, watching the trailer, it's not like if these were the best cuts they could find to try to make the gameplay look exhilarating. Towards the end, it's fucking looks pretty terrible. But uh, Mm. I'll give it a try. Oh, there was a, there was a really edgy um, shot of a dog actually hanging from a noose on a tree. So yeah, I see that. You you might have to uh, call Peta, but uh, that does come out uh, March eighteenth. Um, uh, and then finally, uh, like you, you can just taste the unity. The unity. yes, <laughs> taste the unity. I was just gonna say that. it's very, very apparent. Um, and so, just cause three DLC Sky Fortress pack that comes out. I don't. Was there a date on this, or is this just? Uh, I think it's March fifteenth. Uh, yeah, it is. The 15th. Yes, the fifteenth. Yeah, March fifteenth. So, just cause three, uh, three DLC for you. Um, yeah, yeah. There you go. They're, throw, they're throwing in a Bavarian wingsuit, which is gonna make the wingsuit like just the most ridiculously overpowered thing ever and just kind of give you full control over flying with Rico. It's just ta- yeah, taking just, what was already and a whatever you want to do to kill things game and just trying to make it even more of that and just give you more options. I yeah. mean, to be fair, like I, I enjoyed all the time that I put into just cause three, mm-hmm. but for most people, it's not going to be enough if you're not into toying around with the physics and uh, kind of doing whatever comes to mind in order to liberate an area because it's fucking repetitive as shit and the story is awful. The story is so bad. Yeah, you you kind of make your own fun in the game. Yeah, you yeah. It, either you have to construct the fun yourself or there won't be any fun at all <laughs> is the problem. I mean, it's a great looking game and it, and it, and it, and, and it gives you the tools necessary, but you know, it, it's just one of those kinds of experiences that you have to, to make your own time for. I feel like we don't have enough games like this where, uh, the story's garbage. Uh, everything almost, but the but the mechanics themselves are so are ridiculous. Solid. That, yeah, yeah. Like I, yeah. the only thing that really comes to mind recently is like Saints Row, but Saints Row is kind of done for. Like it was so ridiculous and over the top. That's what made it fun. Like the story I just was I would bad. appreciate I would appreciate Just Cause more if they would realize that no one gives a fuck about their story and right. and ha- and having the that that kind of uh gameplay flow going on and they would just scrap it and and build just cause through from the ground up to be crazy physics and with multiplayer from and that's what it is like that's what it should be because that's what people want to play with that game is to just have all these tools at their disposal in order to cause destruction and do it with other people uh, that's I have, really I have what to think that they're point. like they're going to work on that at some point if they're not already yeah. working on it as like yeah. some sort of maybe it's not just cause three, but it's like you know just cause online or some mm-hmm. something like they they have to be working on that because they yeah. clearly know that just cause two was a success because of the multiplayer mod, 
And like, I have to think that there's a reason that Just Cause 3 doesn't already have multiplayer. Like maybe they don't have the expertise on their team to do it, or maybe you know maybe or maybe like, it was with Square Enix or something like not letting them do it. Yeah, I, there, I don't there, know. There's got to yeah. be like some explanation internally for why Just Cause Three is not already built around a multiplayer experience because it's so clearly like an easy win. That mm-hmm. game just that game needs multiplayer. So I'm hoping that maybe they'll add it to Just Cause Three at some point, or maybe they're like working on a more ambitious project for like a Just Cause Online. Yeah, I mean, at least the modders behind Just Cause 2 multiplayer are working on Just Cause 3 multiplayer, yeah, so eventually gonna it'll, like, it'll gonna, be around. Just Cause 3 will be a worthwhile purchase just because at some point there will be a multiplayer mod. Definitely. Okay, so, um, yeah, I think that's it. That's it for the for the new releases. We're going to jump into viewer questions now, and we start off with one from James Kurt, who is asking us, uh, Sky Sports in the UK showed highlights on IEM Katowice, how far do you think uh, they could take this, showing live majors, uh, et cetera? And, and I did see in the CSGO subreddit they talked to, talked about that. Um, I mean, I don't know. Again, showing I live like, majors? I don't know. I mean, they, I, it's already been done before. It's like DirecTV. It's been TV done in Sweden. It's, yeah, yeah. DirecTV did I mean, fucking Counter-Strike back in the day, and that failed. Well, yeah, that was the, but that was before even like, that uh, failed. But, but they also they it, didn't but. do it on normal cable. It was on exactly. Directv subscription. You know, yeah. it it was a, a different method for it, but it didn't turn out completely well. But I mean, this is a different landscape. You know, esports are way it more is. popular than they ever have been. And um, right now, I mean, getting into esports is 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 as as like there's tons of money pouring into it. Is like an easy. I think it's like esports is like a now. It's gone from like oh esports to like esports is a buzzword, right? For for a lot of people. And yeah. like, oh, okay, like ESPN, like Yahoo now has an esports section. That was actually pretty recent. We didn't talk about that, but uh, I don't Yahoo know. added it, esports. For, for me, for me, it's I'm so disconnected from the idea of cable TV anymore. It's like I don't mm-hmm. even give a shit if if, exactly. if if competitive gaming ever ends up on TV because I don't Same. even think that the audience is on cable anymore. No, I don't think. I think like it's that. the wrong. Well, I don't think it matters because it's it was born. Every online. everyone who is, is serious about competitive gaming is already the, on the internet watching exactly. competitive gaming on live streams yeah. I, I don't know exactly it's, it's I, an I, I don't to think bring, it's going to gain anything it's an attempt to bring the younger crowd back to like like sports on cable i think yes because like even then there are so many yeah like, maybe it's a reverse yeah like a reverse idea well, of getting people to watch like espn again uh, you know it is uh, exactly. to watch espn instead of the other way around it is, and what's going to happen is we. I mean, we haven't even. I mean, esports actually had insane explosive growth in the last two years, and even in this last year. But we have not even begun to see. Okay, so traditional sports, you have broadcast rights, right? That's mm-hmm. going to happen to esports, and you're going to see some of these. I know it's going to happen; it hasn't happened yet. But you're going to see some of these more traditional, like like cable companies and stuff like that, pay. I think down the road, maybe not next year or even the year after, but. As Just, esports continues to grow, for exclusive broadcast rights, we're the only place you're going to be able to watch. Again, it depends on the league and who does what, but yeah. it's going to happen where it's only going to be on Sky Sports. Where it's like, if you want to watch this and it's not online, I mean, again, I don't know. Like, t- part uh, of that well, go, to be fair, I don't even, foot. I don't know if Valve would ever do that though. So, I don't. I, it's I don't, it's the been done. I don't think that's going to happen. Is because like you look at how how Turner has kind of tiptoed around with the E League stuff that well, yeah, they have yeah. on cable. The only way that they can look authentic to the esports audience is to make sure that it still is online. That like yeah. that the viewers right. still have a choice of kind of where they want to watch it, 
but maybe right. there's some exclusive content on that's yeah on that's cable. true on cable exactly like, yeah. i just don't think it would ever reach the point of like there being no more face it and no more ESC, oh no, uh, you know, no. It, it, the, all of these other pro leagues it's like i don't think totally. that Valve would ever like cut to, like, them off to have an exclusive no. deal with that's not what i'm saying company. i'm saying though having a single tournament one-off though you know what yeah. i mean where it's like either pay-per-view mm-hmm. or whatever again I, that goes <laughs> against pay-per-view kind of, oh god I, but I i'm telling you dude if it, if it keeps going i know esports is different but yeah. you're now getting people that are in traditional sports media trying to get into this. And again, obviously, not everything applies, but there's going to be certain things I feel like that are going to try to be tried and that will probably fail. Uh, but as a result of the old guard trying to hold on to what they know, yeah, and already, it, you already I, see it. I, I, it seems like, like they, they should already know this by now. But the yeah. audience that's watching esports on the Internet are so averse to advertisements at this point that they, they do everything in their power to avoid them. Yeah. And. Exactly. They're not people aren't going to suddenly just become uh, they're not going to bend over for you to shove, you know, a cable <laughs> esports yeah. league down their throat in order to, yeah. to watch Counter-Strike. It's it's going to backfire if you try to do some dumb shit like that. People are going to find a way around it if they can. Exactly. Well, yeah. The, and then the, the death, yeah, like the death knell for a traditional company, you know, a traditional like cable or TV company coming into the space is yeah. if you look inauthentic to the people that are already there. Totally. And so that, like, the reason I think... You, you may be right. I mean, a few years down the line, who knows? I mean, yeah. It's, it's like, it's too early to tell because and it's still And I'm not even talking pay-per-view just on cable. I'm talking pay-per-view, paywall website. Uh, I mean, they already, to an extent, they do that. Again, it's more quality options with certain... Yeah, like, like having the highest quality Highest options. quality, yeah. you know, if, yeah, if you want to watch 1440, who knows, like... I, I think that's going to they're going to look at any I mean, esports is a business and you will bleed money out of every business every way you can. And I'm not saying it's necessarily like going to be the right or the best ideas, but I just feel like where esports is going, we're going to see more of those kind of plays happening at some yeah, point. You'll probably see some experimentation and some of yeah. it will probably re, be really dumb. Yes. I mean, we've already oh, yeah. seen like Zubu. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. That recent news. Holy. Yeah. So they, they paid for exclusive matches, right? On Azubu or yeah, is it with ESL? Yeah, they did. And they, I forgot who it was, but they kicked what's his name for um, like not listening and not broadcasting it on Twitch for, for oh, his own yes. channel. Yeah, oh, that's right. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that was those. I think we covered that a couple. We covered that. We ago, talked but, about that. But yeah, but I mean, again, that's I'm, that's that's, that's concerning. I mean, again, I don't know where Azubu is getting its fucking money from. Uh, but that's that's a curious <laughs> question. That's like where who's funding Azubu? But because. Uh, Every time I've tried to go there, oh, it has worse. been a nightmare. It's an absolute nightmare to try to to buffer that stream up, and the chat is fucking horrible. It's not it's moderated terrible. at all in any kind of sense. It's just it's. Listen, like I won't so like wild. I'm not. You're not going to find me like praising MLG on the regular, but like at least I could go like when MLG had the exclusive uh, stuff, right? Like I yeah. could go, and for the most oh, part, yeah. if I just put the player on, I can watch in 1080p. And again, it's not like the greatest, but it's that, serviceable. That I was happy with. Yeah, yeah it's like I can do it as long as I can watch the there. game. When yep. it comes to Azubu, it's like that's not – anyway, I'm going to be really interested to see. Like they better step up their fucking tech because I at least want to be able to watch these games. So anyway. Now if they like, spent all the money trying to get these matches, Scott, they don't have anything. <laughs> yeah, it's all gone. They're just going to host it on the current platform. infrastructure. I really I think hope the, I think that the – what I think we will see in the shorter term is uh, like I'll go back to kind of the Turner and E-League stuff. I would not be surprised yeah. if they have – some kind of like exclusive supplementary content that's not necessarily like the matches, right? Because yeah. people want to watch the matches, you know, on probably on Twitch, uh, maybe yeah. in other places. I don't know. 
but like maybe some of the <laughs> some of the like supplementary content, like player interviews and other stuff that sure. like some people are interested in, but it's not the core of the like of the content. They may have that be exclusive to like their TV broadcast or some right. something specific, so that they they do like a value add thing to you know to get people to go watch it on cable or go to like their own website or something like that. But I think if they try and like actually hold you know the core the core content back they'll mm-hmm. get yeah. they'll they'll get revolts from the people that are already in the scene and they'll totally. come off as like you know they'll just come off as inauthentic and they'll they'll be i think they'll be kind of blacklisted by the community and you you only really get one shot at that right yeah 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 exactly it's like um, invite it's inviting too many people to your house when your house is a fucking it's a studio <laughs> apartment and you're inviting a hundred thousand people over. That's what a Zubu's trying to do. That's a fucking amazing analogy. <laughs> right. And 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 the actual t- the actual uh, TV you're watching the game on sham is a twelve inch black and white TV from like nineteen seventy two. And it's like you're trying to pack in a hundred thousand people. It's like, man, this experience is not is not that great. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it. All right, so um, all right, not so ordinary gamer asks us if March Madness was turned into meme madness. Good lord, what would your bracket look like? Come back next week with a bracket. Okay, so I guess this is this is homework. I mean, we can homework? just I don't know. I'm not I'm not doing this homework. I'm just what gonna go. I'm not top. either. How, how many meme uh, teams do you need? Yeah. <laughs> a, a we meme madness bracket. I think God. I think we should turn this back into homework for for the, for the listening audience. Yeah, here. yeah. What's your issue? If you can create us a a coherent meme yes. madness bracket, I will I will do my best to make sure that we can we can talk about it. It has to be good though. Like I think the the threshold for quality needs to be pretty high here. But like I would love to see a good meme madness bracket. <laughs> All right. All right. I like that challenge. Yeah, this is though. up to the community. Yeah, the community's gonna have to put <laughs> it together. I wanna see it in the traditional format too, right? Just make it like a March Madness bracket. And put maybe maybe the the meme with an image of the meme and the name of it, and then also the rankings. Obviously, I wouldn't uh, mind a, li- like, a link uh, out to the know your meme. Uh, yes, <laughs> yes, yes, exactly for background. Um, I wouldn't mind game analysis, like what yeah, happened. Make sure to cite your sources. <laughs> God, yeah, I like that, Brandon. Turn that back. Uh, yeah, turn that back on the people. I would be that's... curious to see the the power rankings too. Because I have have my own opinions, but I'd like to understand what uh, what the seedings look like. I want to know. You know, I want to see if I if I agree with the upsets. Uh, Yeah, that's that's a good point. That's a good point. Because then eventually, I mean, I mean, you can make a bracket, but you don't know until you actually play it out. So you got to put the memes against each other. So again, I don't know if we could simulate that. Maybe someone could. Oh God. Now I just thought of like a like a like a football manager twenty sixteen, but a meme manager twenty sixteen, and you literally pit memes against each other in an arena. Oh God, I, I can't give any more shitty game ideas to people that will actually do. All them. right, you know I was oh, almost thinking that God. I would dabble in in making like a little proof of concept game just to see just to, just to try. Okay, and maybe I'm gonna make fucking do it, dude. meme manager. <laughs> do it, champ. Already, I feel like that's that's something so stupid. <laughs> That on Kickstarter would get some traction if you could write a good enough of like a explanation as to what it would en- entail. That's God damn it. Can Kickstarter right, Sham, you should do does it. Kickstarter let you use Comic Sans for your your type oh, font on your page? Good. I'm assuming you probably can. Or I've seen impact, some pretty interesting impact ones. Impact or Comic Sans? God. <laughs> <laughs> 
Trash said, I'll give you $100,000 for me, manager 2016. Just don't cry on the internet after. Yeah, that'll be the, that'll be the requirement. I won't make that, a, yeah. That reminds me, I don't know if you guys have seen that YouTube channel, Commenticate, uh, where they, he just makes, he writes videos about trolling on YouTube. But anyways. Oh, you sent one. He's actually pretty funny. He's yeah, he's it. really funny. But he made a Kickstarter about Eric drinks wine and gets a haircut. And he, he, he just to drink wine and get a haircut, and he would make a video of it. He rose four thousand two hundred dollars. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like it really, sham. Like yeah, you could do it, dude. Wasn't there that you one you don't guy want to be who, to the people? But I mean, I wasn't there a guy who had a, a campaign in order to learn how to make? Uh, oh, oh, it was salad. it was yeah, potato salad, yeah. and had so much money to <laughs> for yeah, that, learning. That guy actually like delivered a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah, I think he had like a potato salad cookbook and stuff that he ended up doing. Like he, he really went all the way with that. Man. God damn it! Oh, there's the there's the Kickstarter. All right. Yes, the Kickstarter for the fucking. God damn it! Drinks wine and t- it's yeah, like, wow. Look at that. I love that the that the goal was seventeen hundred. What did they need seventeen hundred for? Must they, maybe oh, they the even had was... stretch goals. Yeah, becomes well, a period this... piece. <laughs> Live one-man stage show with Salvia himself reprising the role of Eric for six thousand, ten thousand dollar goal billboard of Ted Cruz chugging cock somewhere. <laughs> day. Those are some nice stretch goals. Uh, all right. See, it's all in how you write it, Sham. It's really all. That guy's really, yeah. That guy's really funny though. He's really good. The videos are great. Um, all right. So we have another. Uh, so I have to shout out R. Walski, who's been sending us. Well, he sent us one exceptional email. I think maybe was it last week or the week before? Maybe it was last week that he had sent us a really good. Email. I think it was last, last week. Yeah. It was a little okay. bit early, but yeah. But uh, but he sent us another one, and it's sad that Katie Zen is not on the cast uh, this week. But um, this is from R. Walski. I will read uh, his email in its entirety now. Um, in regards to the bean known as Katie Zen, your time as a respected member of the cast has been called into question. <laughs> Wendy's loaded quote unquote fondue fries. Where on this tiny spinning blue marble we call Earth would any living creature consider a food item, nay, a heartburn bomb from that establishment be even remotely considered in the same category as fondue? Fondue here is capitalized, by the way. Capitalized, fondue. <laughs> Katie, and this, so if you didn't, last week, Sham, Katie uh, expressed, when we, we started talking, the question was about fondue from Walski. And so we started talking about fondue, and Katie Zen chimed in with, uh, "The only experience he ever had with fondue was with yeah, the fondue from fries Wendy's, from yeah. Wendy's." Yes. So anyway, <laughs> it was a whole thing. Um, Katie's lack of taste, not only in class but in food, is deplorable, despicable, and utterly unacceptable. The Barn Door University's okay. Sorry, the Barn Door University's venerable altruistic program for education, or vape for short. <laughs> has accepted KD of House Zen into its wooden velvet line walls in order to educate the young spawn on the ways of the world. The vape program will instill in its students the appreciation for all things barn door, mac and cheese, shitting on the iTunes application, and most importantly, the abuse of fire alarms. <laughs> Again, from last week or two weeks ago. Through this program, KD may hope to rise to the occasion and graduate by accompanying the great barn door to his final test, the Treasure Island flea market. <laughs> yeah, we're really going back. Wow, he's he's referencing a bunch of stuff here. This is this is Arwalski's on one. All right, my question for the cast is: 
the worst part of a new toaster is the smell when it's first turned on. What was the first time you got drunk and what was the drink? <laughs> There's the actual question. I, don't, I think it was a I think it was a statement followed by a question cuz oh, but Lord. uh love the cast from uh from Arwalski. So Man, there's a lot to digest there. There's a lot. There's a lot to digest. Um, well, first of all, yeah, thank you for the email. And I would, I don't know, I can't, I don't remember, know how many times I've ever bought a new toaster. Maybe once in my life I've ever had a new toaster that God, I, don't I was have able to. toaster. Fuck. Yeah. Um, I don't think I've ever turned on a toaster without like something in it that would have overridden the newish smell mm. of the toaster. Yeah, who's mm. just popping down the toaster <laughs> sniffing burning off the, <laughs> the new toaster. I don't, like I've never given a new toaster like a test run you with have nothing. You to sanitize in it. it by turning it on first and just letting it sit there. Oh my god. Um so I mean I'm, I'll just take your word for that cuz I haven't really experienced that. The first time I got drunk, man, that that's I'm just I'm trying to even think. Like I don't even like how to beverage uh Jeez, uh, my parents had a beverage. My parents okay. had a liquor cabinet, like when mm-hmm. they used to drink when I was like in middle school or whatever. And I had my cousin over. He was like just pl- staying over to play video games. And he yeah. came back one day with like a like a like a empty plastic bottle from like a diet coke or something. And he had taken. Right, looking like, down while you tell the story, you see. I know. Shit. Sorry. Let's <laughs> the camera. I was just trying to remember everything. So like, uh, he had taken. A little bit of everything in the cabinet mixed it into one drink. Oh, <laughs> That's that was my <laughs> first, was time. first introduction. It was the the nastiest thing I've ever drank. But uh, did you get buzzed off of it? Were you uh, feeling good? Yeah. Or did you, okay? Because I mean, he's asking like actually, I get drunk or, or I blessed. guess that's the only thing I can really recall. I guess, but I don't really have like a out to me. Yeah. I, I mean, even now, I, I'm, I don't I don't drink all that much. I mean, I've had a couple experience. I've shared the experience where I where I went to Pittsburgh for the first time and hung out with a bunch of uh, the KB Mod guys, and I vomited all over um, one of their friends' expensive Persian <laughs> rugs to the point that um, it was <laughs> unrepairable and would have cost hundreds of dollars to wash. Uh, that wasn't the first time I ever got drunk, but um, yeah, I don't know if I can isolate like the. I think it was probably. Man, I don't really have any like I wasn't really a rebellious kid like I wasn't drinking underage. I was pretty I was pretty much on the uh on the straight and No, that's not true. Okay. Nope. Hold on. Visited? <laughs> nope. Okay. Uh my ex-girlfriend went to UVA. I was a junior in high school and she was a s- freshman at UVA and um I know that's probably I don't know if that's late. Here. I don't know if that's like late blooming to be drinking. I mean, I don't know, but I was underage obviously and I went to um and I and I guess I, I had I had a, oh, we were at a pizza place and I oh I've told this story too on the podcast as well. See all my stories are like I don't have anything to hide. I uh, I got I got uh, I got super drunk in the in the room and then we went to a pizza place and it was like after a football game had let out and I was making a scene because I I don't think I had ever been drunk before and I knocked over I hit a waitress who dropped a pizza all over like uh, somebody else's table. What so anyway. Yeah, like that you again. Like it's all you assaulted a waitress? No, I didn't assault. No, it was like I had gotten up like to go to the bathroom, and I wasn't like aware. <laughs> like I was, and I just and she was like carrying pizzas around. I just you like should choose it. your words more carefully. Why? What did I? What did I say? I did. Sound like you, you assaulted? Said you, you said I you hit a waitress. Right <laughs> oh, hit a waitress? No, no, no. no I didn't hit. I'm sorry. Well, I bumped know. into. Bumped into. Bumped into is what I meant. Yeah, and I and I made her knock the pizzas all over the store, and I made cut a scene, and we, my girlfriend, you know, at the time, just pulled me out of there. But that was, and again, I guess I, I thought I was being real rebellious because, you know, I was visiting my older girlfriend in, in college. But yeah, 
that's about it. I don't really have that, that many like, like you. crazy alcohol stories though. Like I'm just not a I'm not a big drinker. Brandon, what about you though? I'm very curious. I, I'm trying to remember. I I think it was the first time would have been in college. I didn't I didn't drink at all in high school. Um, but I don't remember like I don't remember the drink. If I had to guess, it was probably like I definitely remember some early times some early times in college having uh having like trash can punch mm-hmm. yeah which, which is basically for the for those who don't know what trash can punch is it's like generally you know 151 and Kool-Aid <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh man uh yeah. it's yeah it's and and it's usually like just thrown into a big trash can so I call it trash can punch yeah uh, but that's that's like the only thing I can think that was like distinctive distinctively college uh but I mean, I just like I—I I don't know. I, it was probably a some whiskey and coke or something. It, you know, nothing, nothing like crazy. Yeah. The the I mean, it was probably just too many of whatever it was. You didn't hit any waitresses, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah, you yeah, didn't knock any was... pizzas out of anybody's hand. God, did I really <laughs> say hit a waitress? Okay, that was really important. I meant you that just I bumped dug yourself into. a big old hole. <laughs> I did. I meant that I bumped into. I would. Never, I'm not <laughs> like someone's gonna pull me. that. Someone's gonna pull that soundbite. They are going to. They're gonna dive into the soundbite. I like. I am literally when I'm drunk. Like if, if I am actually, but I am the nicest. I am not an angry drunk by any means. If anything, I will just go to sleep. But uh, yeah. Um, all right. Well, what else do we have here? I think that's it for for the questions. Um, we yeah, do no have point in asking me because I'm straight edge. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, I'm not straight true. edge, but I've yeah. I, I would never I would never get drunk or high in any situation. I have and, no interest and, in that. So he would never knock uh, into a waitress and spill no. I, if too. I punch a waitress, I fucking mean it. It's not going <laughs> to be because I got drunk and lost all control of myself. Oh God! <laughs> yeah, God he, bless. <laughs> Sham has hit many waitresses, but, <laughs> but none of them. And I've had good reason for it. Totally intentional. <laughs> they had it bringing coming. Him, bringing in Pepsi <laughs> when he asked for Coke, you know, it's just like not acceptable. Yeah. Oh man. We'll have to address uh, this this Katie's in issue uh, when he's back yes. on. We will. We will uh, have a stern talking to with him. <laughs> um, all right. So we have uh, our iTunes, iTunes podcast review of the week. Brandon, I'll let you do, go ahead before we read the review. I'm really excited about the review this week, but how can they how can they leave their own review? for us yeah so we do uh we we do this cast live each week on twitch but uh we do have an audio version as well that's on itunes so if you prefer uh listening to the podcast you know while you're driving to work or on the train or or the bus or whatever it is uh you can go and subscribe to the cast on itunes and if you do that then you should also go and leave us a review on itunes and uh we look for the reviews each week and uh if you leave us a review it uh it has to have five stars if you want to get featured uh, that is really the only rating that matters. If you don't think it's a five-star podcast, then just don't rate the cast. Nice. Uh, but if you leave us five stars, uh, and we w- we would love to hear from you, uh, like this gentleman or or uh, this being uh, this yes. week, this unique uh, has... this person of unique dimension, which I once saw on a roller coaster ride. <laughs> if you are a person of unique dimension, please do not ride this ride. Yeah, so. but uh, you know he ha- he has what seems to be a pretty important issue, and uh, yes. and so if you have uh, if you have a trial going on in your life or you want to share something with us, uh, that is a great place to do so. Uh, so please do leave us a review. Leave us five stars and uh, we may feature your review on the cast. Yes. Um, all right. This, uh, this t- the, the title of this review is called Internet Explorer User and it is by at, at V11111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111111
Okay. Did you count those correctly? I did. I think I did. Wow. I, I hope so. Good it job. was kind of hard to keep track, but okay. So here we go. <clears throat> Hello, KB Mod. I have been using Internet Explorer for years, and I was wondering if since Windows 8 came out last week, a week, but it has an L at the end of it. <laughs> I think it's a misspelling. Should change my browser. Last week's podcast, episode 53, was great. Keep up the great work. Now, now, did any of you go back to episode 53 and see if there was like some really deep joke to this that involves yeah, episode I didn't, 53? I didn't, I didn't, I didn't do the background. Because so I'm curious. We should, yeah. <laughs> we should, maybe we should dig here. Uh, but uh, so, yeah, just, wow, there's a lot to digest here. I feel like this user is definitely stuck in the past a little bit, considering we are on episode 227. Though there is a possibility that um, this rev- is it possible this review was left way back in the day and has just somehow that, been released so by is, the iTunes servers. I mean, it's like up. it's like one of those text messages that just doesn't send for a few days, and then someone finally gets it. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, I got invited to a party, but exactly. it's already over. Well, that feels really shitty. And this was years ago that this yeah. review was sent in. I mean, it, it is possible that that you know, I don't know. I listen. If there's one thing that I have learned over the course of doing this podcast, it is that there is no explaining how iTunes works in exactly. any fashion. <laughs> nope. So it is entirely possible that this review was left when it back when it was current, and it is just now getting through so, uh, whatever iTunes spam filter or review team had to look at this. I, I, I don't know. But I do know that 100% this review was posted within the past week to our page. So I looked okay. up episode okay. 53, and in the tags, there is Windows 8. So it was like a wow. part of yeah. it. Yeah, so, so okay. that, episode, that episode of the podcast came out on August 12th of 2012, and then the release date of Windows 8 was in that October of that year. Yeah. So, so that, it was only a few is, months after. This is rel- – yeah, so I, you're right. I think he's definitely – I mean, the Windows 8 makes sense. <laughs> I mean – and now it's also possible, like we're saying, even though this was posted this week – what if this was this is this is like a time capsule that has been opened by uh wow this but is here's, here's the plot twist though his yeah. name i believe yes. is a reference to your difficulty in properly yeah. oh, pronouncing right. my twitter handle that's which, right so that's right i don't know if this is some sort of time traveler this yeah, is such a great <laughs> he might be a time traveler you're absolutely right oh my goodness I yeah because that's totally anymore yeah, this is actually blowing my mind. I will put – I don't know if – I'll actually copy and put his name into the chat for people to actually – you know, I'm going to give more homework. Let's look into if we can figure out uh, who this time traveler – potential time traveler might be. Uh, if it's any of you, feel free to to speak uh, or send us an email. I would love – you know, if, if he is a time traveler, um, he should be able to – if he's jumping between times, send us a, a little update email with what's going on. Uh, yeah, well, he might be I a mean, looper. I'm- I'm worried for him because yeah. if he, if this was legitimately left back when Windows 8 came out, yeah. he's been he's been floating aimlessly, <laughs> wondering whether or not he can yeah. continue using Internet Explorer or if he should change his browser. And so I feel yeah. bad if it somehow didn't get to us until now. He's he's been sitting around for what over over like three years. Yeah, yeah, just unable just to not have any questions four. answered. Yeah. Wow. Four years. That is that's scary. 
yeah, doing this a while. Just, just think about that. You guys have been doing this <laughs> podcast for that fucking long. Wow. Yeah. When you put that into perspective, whew, all the memories. Man, we are getting old. Um, all right. Well, uh, thank you for that review. Uh, thank you so, for listening to the cast uh, yeah. four years ago. Yes. Appreciate that. And uh, if you are the time traveler that all of us think you are, again, would love to hear some love to hear some follow up in uh, maybe in a longer form email. We'd love so. to hear from you next weekle. <laughs> yes, next <laughs> week. Exactly. As he said, if you're um, still alive, get back to us. Yeah. Um, all right, guys. Well, I think that's going to do it for episode 227 of the KB Mod podcast. Um, it was a fun one. Uh, Sham, again, thank you for joining. It's always a pleasure no having uh, your opinion and your sultry voice on the cast. And uh, we will be back next week with episode 228. You can follow KB Mod Gaming at KB Mod Gaming on Twitter to obviously KBMod.com. Check out the website. There's hardware stuff on there. There's build guides. There's occasional game reviews. Um, you know. Did I do that? Okay, Brad. Was there anything else that you would want me to say? Multi stream on there. Multi stream, of course. Definitely use that. Do not use the other weaker services. Multi stream <laughs> is the premier one. I won't name names, but uh, yeah, use multi stream. Um, you can follow uh, Brad at Hutchison fifteen. You can follow Sham. Uh, I'm sorry, on Twitter at Hutchison fifteen. Sham is at All Sham Noel. I am at APL Fisher, and Volition is at V one 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 one. No, it is a Volition with. <laughs> Oh God, Brandon! Why don't you just do it? Because I'll screw it up again. How can they follow you? It's it's at v o l one t i o n. There you go. That's you can't long. miss it. Also, just look up uh, how to ski, and I think his social media is in the <laughs> description of that video. You will yep. find him there. So. You will find me. So, all right, guys. Uh, again, thank you for listening, and uh, we'll see you next week. Farewell. Yeah.